I'm vengeance. starting 2022 off in a bad note a little late on the intro it's okay i'll get into it i'll get into the groove of it i've only done this like 119 times now welcome back everybody Ooh. this is mark 119 of the super civil servant podcast servants podcast my name is greg the bad daddy 52 and folks we're starting a new year um 2022 yeah i don't know if it's something to be super excited about or at least mine have been so great or great so far but i mean we're only a few days in so, missed the show last week. Sorry, folks. Uh, New Year's night, a lot of things going on personally, and a lot of uh, things just with New Year's for everybody. So, we kind of wrapped up last week and didn't do a show. We're coming back this week, finishing up The Witcher. We're going to talk about the book of Boba Fett, talk about things we might miss about 2022 and things that we're looking, or excuse me, 2021 and things we're looking forward to in 2022, possibly. Sarah Taylor may be doing this here in a little bit, but right now I got Ross with me. What's going on, buddy? Not much. Enjoying seven days in. We got one week of 2022. I mean, I'm just kind of at this at this rate. You're just kind of happy that like the last year is done and gone. Yeah. yeah. 2020, 2021. They haven't yielded the best results. We got some good content. So yeah, I think that's probably the best thing we can talk about. Yeah. I mean, it's the only thing really to talk about. Otherwise, you're going to be a misery talking about the rest of the world. Yeah. Just kind of ignore divisive. it. Check out the content. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, it actually works out crazy this year because every Saturday begins the next week and I, I get, you know, in, in the year, like officially a week. So every seven days of the year is starts on Saturday, which is pretty fun to keep up with. So you'll be able to track it like that. Um, <laughs> anyway, what's up, man? Um, you know, I didn't do much for, uh, for, for New Year's this year. Had a lot going on. Did you do anything special? Did you check out any content? Did you... Uh, party like we used to i have not partied for a new year's eve in quite a while mm. it's uh it's one of those things that as much as i wouldn't mind by the time i get done with christmas i'm just like <sighs> time to sit down relax i watched crow Kai. that's what i did mm. good call good i call. uh i went full on for uh season four i don't know if you watch cobra kai i watched I the tell first, you. i watched the first two seasons i think Oh, I. So. The show hits on nostalgia vibes, dude. Oh yeah, right. yeah it's I got laughed at for watching it. Really? Well, <laughs> you gotta... <laughs> it's not like nobody's ever laughed at me or you or us for things we watched before. So yeah. That. yeah, or this whole show in general. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, look at where we. But no, are. it's a. Uh, it hits on everything, and I mean, it, it's one of those shows that I heard people talking about, and it took me a little while to get on board with it. But I got on board with it, and as soon as this new season came out, last season also, I was all in it, completely watching the whole entire thing. Oh, it's it's definitely a fun watch. Yeah, uh, I remember my wife couldn't believe she liked it, you know, yeah. but she ended up loving it too, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. I'll tell you one thing that I've, uh, me and my, Ashley have gotten into this last week that's absolutely amazing, and I can't wait to continue this series, is have you ever watched 1883 on Paramount Plus? No, but I've seen the... You seen the previous? I, Do you watch Yellowstone? Yeah. I have not watched Yellowstone. That is something I've wanted to jump into. 
Because that's coming back too, right? Yes, I I believe so. I'm not really sure because I don't know a lot about Yellowstone, but this is a prequel to Yellowstone, 1883 is. And we watched, I think it's four episodes it's at right now because it's a weekly show. Uh, We watched all the first four episodes. Holy shit, man. I have got to watch Yellowstone because if Yellowstone's half as good as this show, holy shit. It's an amazing show. Absolutely amazing. I didn't realize Tim McGraw was such a good actor. I didn't recognize Tim McGraw at all for a little while. I was like, oh, that's Tim McGraw right there. Of course, Sam Elliott's in it. I love Sam Elliott. So, no, you yeah. can't not like Sam Elliott. Right, right. But yeah, definitely check that out, man, if you get a chance. Uh, I don't. I guess you don't necessarily have to watch the prequel first because Yellowstone came out first. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. I haven't watched Yellowstone yet, so but we'll see. I have been, um, let's see. I've been told I should watch the Station Eleven show that's on HBO. I have not got to that yet. That's still a weekly release. It's still coming out. Um, I had to put like a pause on Expanse because I'm really sad because this is the last season and <laughs> a new season or a new episode came out today. So like I'm only like two behind, but I'm like I kind of want to just like binge the whole thing and like have a moment because I don't know if you ever watch Vikings. But man, when I watched the last season of Vikings, because I think I binged like the. It took me a while to jump on board. I was told about it for the longest time. I just didn't have the the wherewithal to sit and be able to watch all the seasons that they had. Mm-hmm. And then I think I went through one through five at, over like a period of a few months. And when the last one came out, I, I was I was sitting there at the very end of it. And I was almost to a point where I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> this show's over. <laughs> What am yeah. I going to do? <laughs> Honestly, so, man, that, that's the way I felt about it. 1883. Like I said, it wasn't over. It was only the fourth episode. But I was like, holy crap, there's no more to watch. Because yeah. I was so hooked into it. Yeah, the, I, I love finding a show like that. That's awesome. Yeah, check it out. I mean, it's something that about the uh, the release pattern that we always talk about. And, you know, when we get shows where they drop like the first three, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm kind of dismayed because – they, they give you the first three knowing that it's not going to have like a whole lot in it. Like mm-hmm. it, it really turned a lot of people off on WandaVision when they dropped the first three. Because mm-hmm. they were like, what am I watching? Like this show is so weird because it didn't have a chance to develop a story. If you could have kept going, just like you talking about only having four episodes of 1883, if you could have mm-hmm. kept going, you would have made it to the end because oh, yeah. you were so like enthralled by the story. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Hmm. Okay. What else have you been watching? Uh, we started watching Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah, you know, I think we were just watching 1883 on Paramount Plus, and you know, just oh, the yeah. next thing that kind of just starts the next show for you. And uh, not that I have anything against it, but uh, it was. I need to get past the first episode because I just watched the first episode, but it was really confusing. It's mm-hmm. one of the. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. Um... I've known people that have finished it completely and I've heard decent things about it, but yeah. I haven't jumped on either that one or the other, uh, not, not mayor, but the mayor of whatever, well, I think it was an HBO show instead. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them, for some reason, I guess because the titles are so close to my head that they, 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 they circle <laughs> around each other and I'm like, maybe yeah. I should watch one or the other. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a chance. Cause like I said, it's got a bunch of good actors in it. Uh, the, the first, season or first episode was done really well it was just that it's one of those shows that kind of i feel like they drop you into this world with very little explanation and there's a lot of explain you need and i'm I'm assuming that they're kind of kind of explain that store stuff as it goes yeah if they don't then it's gonna suck but 
maybe it was just me. I just confused. I just was a little confused about it. But you know, The Witcher confused me for the longest time. So I think well, I came off of a show get it after season two. <laughs> if you came off of a show that you enjoyed watching, jumping into another one is a little. It's a little lackluster. It, it leaves true. a little bit of room for you to be like, yeah, I'm not ready for this just yet. I'm still hooked that's into true. the last one that I was watching. Yeah, I so. guess that's a good point. I was like watching it and I was looking at Jeremy Renner and I was like, oh man, I wish he was Sam Elliott. I guess that, so yeah, that must have been, <laughs> could have been what it was. So. The show would have been so much more interesting if he was Sam Elliott. Right. <laughs> so yeah, but that's about it, man. I really, uh, I haven't had a lot of time to watch a whole lot of things new stuff lately this is just usually whatever my wife has on whenever i get home i end up falling into it so yeah hopefully it's good oh i did watch that first episode of next level chef which is pretty good but that's totally off topic of this i like cooking shows yeah Um, that's why i ask because you see what's out there yeah i watch some weird crap sometimes and just to give it a shot sometimes i like to just you know get out of my comfort zone i don't know man i usually just let the uh, algorithms pick for me you know, because I'll find myself scrolling through different uh, different streaming networks, and I have it just like every streaming network there is, just about. And I start scrolling through it, and I can't find anything new to watch. Like it's always goes back to something I've already seen. Like it always falls back on that, unless there's something like everybody's talking about, like Book of Boba Fett or something like that. Yeah. But like it just when I'm looking for something to watch, it just always falls back on something that I've already seen—a classic movie, a television show I've seen a thousand times, something like that. It's weird. So I usually just let the let the algorithm work. Because at that point, you're not actually watching TV to watch something specific. Right. You're just watching right. to like get your like mind off of whatever is going on throughout the course of the day. Yeah. I mean, it generally ends up falling into something I've already seen before because usually at that point, like you said, I'm just looking for background noise for whatever mm-hmm. else I am doing, you know, working on a puzzle or, or you know, so um, yeah, that, that's likely what it is. But yeah, the algorithms... They work most of the time. Most of the stuff they show me is pretty good. Stuff that I would never turn on otherwise. Well, I'll jump into a little something. I haven't seen it yet, but I was reading prior to jumping on that the Ozark trailer finally dropped. Ooh. I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched the last season. It's an amazing, it's an amazing show, man. Jason Bateman's awesome. Love Jason Bateman. They had me, I mean, earlier on, but I'm going to tell you right now, they hook, line, sinkered, sink me at the moment that they played that uh radiohead song at the very end of the first season when he was just like he went into the woods and just like had like his meltdown moment and i don't know but there was just that scene and i was sitting there watching it i'm like oh like this show is now like in every single add to my list add to my list oh i can tell you the exact moment that show hooked me dude i remember me and my wife were watching it and the only reason we didn't turn it on is because of jason bateman i was like i've never seen anything with him that i didn't like so just turn it on you know and i think it's it's maybe 10 minutes into the first episode it doesn't really give you any kind of idea what the show is going to be about i'm trying to figure it out trying to figure it out there's two people walking down the street and all of a sudden a body just falls it's like in the middle of new york and a body just falls it's the first like scene like that and the whole thing and i was like okay i'm gonna like this show I got to know what happened right there, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, I just followed it on. Ozark is an amazing show. I have fallen off it, though. I need to catch up. Uh, is the next season the last season? This is the last season. It's going to be released in two parts. Okay. I believe that's how they did the last one. Um, but the last season was really good. And I believe I can pull it up, but I think it's coming out the end of this month is Ooh. when it is supposed to be out. 
121, so January 21st. Oh, cool. We're not very far away from that. Well, I got a lot of catching up to do. We'll talk about that whenever we, uh, or I get caught up on it. So, yeah. <clears throat> what else, man? What else is uh, exciting you about 2022? We'll start out with that, I guess. Uh, I mean, it got released that The Boys, season three. Yes. Coming out June 3rd. Yes. It's a little, it's a little while off, but we That's have a date. Right. We have a date. That's the important part. This is not one of those shows that everybody loves. They're just going to cancel, which I think there'd be an uproar if they cancel this one. I mean, there's well, they're doing spinoffs. Yeah, are they? Yeah, they uh, they have at least one, but I think there were rumored that they were going to be doing more than one spinoff. So we got that going for us. Ooh, I don't know, man. You might be, you know, uh, dipping your hand in the pot too many times, or what are they? What's those old sayings they say? You know, going back, going to, the back well to the well too many times. Yeah, yeah. like. But who knows? I mean, it's possible. Hey, it's the boys. They haven't disappointed stuff, me yet. How much stuff do we watch that they're able to do it? I'm not saying that everyone can do it, but people are doing this, it. This is true. I remember the boys. Whenever me and Nathan uh, that that show came out, and that that show started right after we started this podcast. And uh, I remember seeing the preview for that months before it came out. And I told him I was like, "Hey, this is something we got to check out." And Which comes to another piece of the news. Can't wait for Umbrella Academy to come back. Yes. And that was what the show actually started on that in uh, Avengers. So, uh, real quick break, Sarah. What's up? We are talking about 2022 and stuff we're excited for. How are you? Welcome back. Happy New Year. I'm. The, I'm. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh, no. 2022. That's 2022 right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then I come in. I hear you guys talking about the boys and Unreal Academy. So I came in at a perfect time. Oh yeah. Talking about things that excite us. Bing. Well, I mean, I don't really know how much you guys have talked about, but one thing I'm really super excited about, and I never didn't think I was going to be, is Morbius. Yes. <laughs> Even though it's it got out. slid back to April, which I guess happy birthday to me, but still, you know, because I was like really looking forward to it by the you know the end of this month. But I don't know. It's like the more I see the pre the trailers and this stuff, I'm like, I want to see this. Okay, so. End of this month is when it was supposed to come out, right? I think like the 29th. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're talking three weeks from now. Something like that. Yeah, about three weeks from now. What could possibly happen that they would push it back to April when it's three weeks away from the release date? My birthday. Well, my personal opinion? COVID. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah, what's your personal? What's your? Because I, I haven't looked up any of this stuff. I heard about it getting pushed back, but I just, you know, okay. I can't do anything about it. But I just wonder why. They're worrying about numbers, man. I mean, you think it's strictly purely about money? Uh, no, it comes back. Like, so everyone's doing the COVID dance all over again, you know. I mean, here we are, you know, what uh, the day that kids were supposed to go back to school in Chicago, they shut that crap down. You know, they're back on like virtual learning, like everyone's doing it. So something's happening. I don't know if they're thinking that January is going to be a real because. If you bump it 90 days, 90, 120 days, you know, I mean, you're kind of in that sweet spot of being able to see what's going to happen. And I don't think, I mean, this month is a mess just because, I mean, everyone is already putting protocols back up into place. So I think they're just trying to cover their ass yeah. because they have no backup plan. Mm -hmm. That's true. They don't have a streaming service to go to right off the bat, you know, so... You could always strike a deal, I suppose, but that is pretty quick. That's pretty they don't want to do, do that. so quickly. Yeah, you definitely don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I guess. So. I mean, I guess by doing this, though, you're just assuming that by April everything's going to be better. 
Like you're hoping. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, now I will say this much as far as like holidays. I mean, you got to think about it. A lot of people have gotten together and I mean, this mm -hmm. is, I have a lot of friends that, you know, had this, the Omicron, you know, that kind of thing, which is weird because I went so long and didn't hit, really have anybody knew of anybody that really had it. Um, but I mean, this is the same thing that happened um, last year, especially when kids came off of, um, the Christmas break. I think they added like another week for, you know, quarantine, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, really January is not kind of the month to really try to put people in a small, you know, a large room <laughs> together. <laughs> because when they made that date, uh, you know, things are, things are only open up, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I can't blame them. You know I mean? We, no, 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 no. I mean, you want uh, to max, maximize your profits. You know. I read today that HBO had somewhere in the neighborhood of like 74 million subscribers in 2021. I mean, you want to talk about money? Sony doesn't have anything like that ready to go. Mm -hmm. So when are we going to reach a point where they're able to, to when I don't think they want to make deals like Disney did before they were, uh, when they were letting all of their properties go to different places like Netflix. I don't think Sony wants to do that. I think they're trying to hold on to all their stuff. Well, you also got to think about, too, how difficult it probably is to, to get a streaming service up and off the ground running. I mean, a Sony's a big company, but at the same time, I, do, a Sony streaming service? Does that, that sounds weird, doesn't it? it we don't have one place. for Universal. We don't have one for Sony. You know, yeah, it just sounds we have weird. no place for them to put their stuff, yeah. which is sad because, you know, where, where are all the other movies going to go? They're just sitting there somewhere. <laughs> like they, they, they are literally making you buy them or rent them. Which may work out for them, but it sucks for you know all of us who were like we already pay for all this stuff. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna do that. Yeah, that might be like two streaming services I don't have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just because I'm like I've got to draw a line somewhere. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that, I think honestly the only streaming service I don't have is Apple TV, and that's only because I can't. <laughs> Actually, I can. I guess all my family has Apple stuff except for me, so I could. I don't. I don't have the Discovery. No, I have Discovery that's tied in with. I'm gonna tell you though, Paramount still ranks at the very bottom for me for streaming services. That streaming service, the the technical part of that streaming oh, yes, service, awful. I'll agree with you is on that. piss poor. I'll awful. agree with you on that. Yeah, I was gonna say as far as watching goes, though, I've been watching the hell out of Paramount Plus the last yeah. week. I'm not so. I'm not knocking their content, but I'm <laughs> you not know that's not the streaming service. And what else are we looking forward to? 2022. Good. Uh, uh, well, I'll tickle. Sarah's funny bone a little bit. Well, actually, it's not really funny, so I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm sorry up front. Uh, they shut down production of Picard. I'm not surprised. Mm. I'm not surprised. So apparently, like they have like one of the largest TV crews that they're making mm -hmm. a show with, and I believe somewhere between forty to fifty of them got COVID, mm. and so they just shut that right down. Yeah, like forever, but, inevitably. No. Okay. No, but the good news is, quarantine, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, they were supposed to be filming seasons two and three together. So I do I believe. Wait. I can wait. <laughs> yeah. I do believe that season two is in the bag or can already. So, because I think that's supposed to come out next month. That's pretty Yeah, I knew it was early 22. Yeah. So I do believe that if it's coming out February, then the second season should be fine. And then they probably just shut down for the third season. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that, you know, the second season's edited and ready to go. But 
should be interesting. Uh, you sent the text before the show started, and I told you to watch Prodigy. Or I was going to watch Prodigy. I heard great things about it. I don't know if anyone else watched it, and I know that it's a Nickelodeon show, and we knock it all the time, but I'm going to tell you right now, that thing, that episode, harped right back to okay. Deep Space Nine, Enterprise, original series, everything. Really? Um, watch the episode. See, I don't is get the nostalgia. How many episodes do they have of it right now? Is it five, and then they have a break? This is six. So the break okay. just ended. Okay. okay. So That's I think what I watched the first the five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that we, we covered, didn't we? Did, did I? I did say Prodigy, right? Because Discovery is yeah. on a break. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Discovery's on a break, break yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Prodigy just came back. I don't know yeah. if it has another break. Because I looked at it the other day. I don't think um, I don't think I watched that last episode, but you know, I've been in like total scatterbrain because or, like the Christmas like, holiday. It's just it's just been a whirlwind. But then I saw, the, you know, the the ha- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had the kids like, t- like two weeks solid in the house and I'm like, y'all got to go somewhere. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I just happened to look at it and I saw, you know, had like the five episodes and I figured, you know, it was the break. So I wasn't aware that the, it had come back. So. Yeah. I just read it when I was reading the Picard news. Um, because actually I just had to come up by your house again. I was at the airport. I literally got back. <laughs> An hour before the show started, um, <laughs> unexpected trip. But on the way there, I was just kind of flipping through news and trying to see what was going on. So mm-hmm. have something to talk about, which I'm sad about Picard. But like I said, yeah, that's a bummer. We have yeah. that thing ready to go. Let's see, I'm sorry. Um, sorry, taking some notes Beyond real quick. There? We have Eternals yeah. that comes out next week on oh, Disney so Plus. That's on Disney Plus, okay. Uh, January twelfth. I didn't get a chance to go see it in theaters. I'll watch it whenever it comes out on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that again, just just so I can kind of, you know, you, you watch it the first time. Now you normally you go back the second time and try to, you know, pay attention to certain little details and that kind of thing. So, and I'm just wondering if I'll still like it. I liked it. I liked it. I heard, so. you know, Shang-Chi got a lot of mixed reviews. I've heard now that more people have watched it, I've heard a whole lot more positive things about it mm-hmm. eternals is so disconnected that they haven't had that chance to bring it in yet so i mean i'm hoping that what they're doing is essentially just planting a tree off in the corner somewhere and waiting for it to grow and then when it does grow it's going to connect with the rest of all of this stuff that we love so well eternals was just it was just like a totally different mm-hmm. feeling a vibe it was just like a totally yeah. different vibe so it's like either off the bat you liked it or off the bat you didn't so that's why I want to do like a rewatch and see what my thoughts are on it. I haven't seen it. To to be honest with you, I'm kind of debating on whether I just want to wait until there is that tie-in with the MCU, you know, where, where, where it can make more sense to me. Otherwise, it's just going to be like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which never caught my attention. You know, Gosh, they're trying to petition for it to come there, back. But it's so not be there. careful. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I'm sure I won't. I'm sure when it comes out and I have nothing to watch that the algorithm's going to tell me, hey, <laughs> like watch this. Watch Eternals. That's right. And I'll be like, okay, algorithm. I'll do You've it. seen everything else, Marvel. Watch the Eternals. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So before, we'll, uh, before we get off of uh, the, the new and old year real quick, I'd spoken with you all about it last week. We didn't have having the show talking about something that we uh, like the best of for, for 2021. Can you all think of like, the three best things, books, movies, or television that you kind of 
took in 2021. And if you need a minute to think about it, I can give you my three because mine are easy. I'll tell you one, Arcane. Yes, absolutely. So that is, I, that is my I can't point. get it. I can't get away from it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way, man. Like I'm sitting yeah, here looking a at surprise. a picture of Jinx on the background of my <laughs> computer right now. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was going to be one of mine. I had a show, a movie and uh, a book. So, yeah, that was definitely my show was was Arcane. Best of the year. Very, very high up there could be one of the best animated show I've ever seen. Like, I cannot wait to see more of this. It's going to be amazing. Um, I also had mm. Zack Snyder's Justice League as, as the movie. Of course, <laughs> got to put it out there. I mean, um, and then for the book, uh, I am about to start the third book in the Bane trilogy. And those books are absolutely fucking amazing. <laughs> absolutely amazing i want to see this movie so bad so so bad maybe one day we will because eventually they're gonna to have to start putting this stuff into yeah yeah they they gotta mm-hmm, yes they got to yeah. they got to <laughs> you see how they're reaching into the well currently so i'd right. only imagine that they're gonna keep doing it but for me those those are the top three last year y'all got anything else because i know those are pretty much everybody's right i don't know if y'all read bane or not but... Spider-Man was a close, a close, uh, you know, it'd probably move on number four. That could be recency bias, but it was a pretty amazing movie. Oh my gosh. I was just trying to think for like 21. It's like, what, what happened? Like in the first like three months, <laughs> like, it the was, first seems three like months it's so long ago. So long ago. Yeah, it really does. So, so long ago. I actually had to think about that when I was making lists. I was like, wait, Zack Snyder just like came out in 2021, right? Yeah, okay. It yeah. seems like so long ago. Well, because that was like a big buildup anyways, because that one came out. That came out fairly early. Was it like, was it March? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, third. Yeah. It was very, it was first quarter of 2021. Yeah, March, April. Yeah, because I know that we, I put it on and I'm going to tell you right now, everyone else walked out of the room. I sat there and watched the whole entire thing in its entirety, but I was like, holy cow, four hours. Um, I get that. Yeah, because like, dude, like WandaVision came out in 2021. Start start trying to reach back. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, actually, everything Marvel put out that I saw 2021, which I guess the only thing I didn't see. Well, because everything got pushed from 2020. Everything got pushed from 2020. So everything that was supposed to come out in 2020, it came out in 21 because Loki... Loki mm-hmm. was great. Came out. Uh, Falcon Winter. Soldier. You got you got mm-hmm. nine. Isn't that what they said? I think it was nine properties or nine things that came out from the MCU. Was it five shows, five shows, four movies, or was it five shows? What were the four movies? Well, you had Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, Spider Man, and Spider Man. Okay, so there's the four movies. Yeah, okay. you had WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier. Loki, Loki, Hawkeye, mm-hmm. what if? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which what if is a real surprise, even for like a, you know, animated show. I mean, that was a real fun, fun little quick. So. Well, Hawkeye was a was a little dim for me because that's one that I was not expecting that. I... Uh oh. Got her I again. Like, and I honestly was for Loki, oh, and you know how much I'm like, you know, but <laughs> I mean, I was all about Loki, but. For some reason, Hawkeye, I was just like, I wanted, I don't know what it was. It just grabbed me. It was crazy. I don't know if it was just the chemistry it's between the characters. Yeah. I mean, it was just, 
and I was never really a big fan of Clint Barton, but as I just wanted to know more about this. I don't know. It just kind of just, it was interesting. One of those little hidden gems that you didn't realize you were going to like. Well, and I thought actually, Black Widow did the same. Black yeah. Widow was a real, it, it wasn't, I don't feel like because it was a movie and not like an ongoing series that we watched, mm-hmm. it was still good. But I think mm-hmm. they did a pretty good little bit of legwork for Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. You know, making you realize that, you know, what those two characters went through, seeing just seeing the, the arrow marks on the wall. I mean, the tic-tac-toe where they got stuck in the subway area, all that little stuff really helped you like kind of feel for Hawkeye. So, mm-hmm. well, they, yeah, this is actually a perfect segue. Uh, you know, Sarah, you didn't, weren't on the show last time we talked about the Hawkeye finale and the Matrix. So we got to get your thoughts <coughs> about those. I know you said you wanted to have some stuff in there or had some comments about it. So give us some thoughts about Hawkeye. Like, how did you like, did it, did it stick the landing for you? Cause I had some questions in the way it ended. And well, I know there was a question. I know there was a question about how, um, Elena would find out, you know, because she was, she had, was blaming Clint for, um, Natasha's death. And I'm like, I'm like, he's going to just like lay it out and be like, okay, here's the deal. You know, it's the, the way that, that whole scene there that stuck it for me i was like okay this is and it was just like the same conversation that he had with um kate about um ronan you know or even even her mom i mean it was just it just stuck everything for me i mean i I don't feel like i was left hanging on anything i was just like i really because to me it just the way everything flowed it just felt so organic i don't It's like the turf monster in football it keeps getting her. <laughs> I know <it's> like my <laughs> internet's been stupid like all day. So I mean, I had like a Zoom meeting this morning. I was just like, okay, whatever, it'll come back. Yeah. So I might pop in and out. Sorry about that. Um, it's probably because I've got like 15 other devices on our internet right now. So you know, I can teach you how to shut that down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got. I, mean, I could probably do it like right here, but. Um, no, I mean, I just, I just really enjoyed it. I mean, it's, it kind of answered all my questions. I and mean, now it did leave a few little open ends, but right. you know, maybe that'll kind of, you know, come a little bit later. You know, because I think that's a setup. Yeah, I agree. yeah. So, I mean, I don't think any of these shows are ever meant to say, okay, here is a nice tied up in a bow kind of ending. Here, you know, we gotta kind of leave you wanting for a little bit more. But for the most part, I mean, I love the humor in it. I just because it was. He has a little bit of this dry humor. You just have a little sarcasm. You just, I just, I just loved. It. I just love their interaction. Um, Brian hasn't seen it, so hopefully we can sit down and we can binge watch all of it. He's which I think, Greg, huh? Well, cutting everything off at the last minute. He's kind of been like so-so about some of um, some of these series because I'm like, let's sit down and watch it. Or I think I got him like on the first two episodes. We watched the first one, and then he's like. So you want to see the second one? He's like, yeah, we'll go ahead and watch that. So <laughs> it's just like I've kind of sucked him in on them. Um, right. um, Book of Boba, too. So I'm like, you know you want to watch this. Wow. <laughs> you had to suck him in? He, I'd say he needs convinc- convincing for that. Okay. No, it's it's kind of like, you know, how we've got kind of spoiled with streaming services now. So it's mm. like when you have the week-to-week shows, it's, I don't really want to wait. So I can wait to watch 
until the end. It gives you a, it gives you a full week to sit there and shoot the shit with everyone about it. You know, it's, <sighs> oh, I know. it's, it's, it's just like I've been trying to show. drag him on here and he just won't do it. He's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, dude, you would have so much to say. I mean, it's crazy because these are conversations that we have. Greg did the same thing to me. I, I know. He's like, shut up and just come and talk about it. You talk about it all the time anyway. I know. That's what I'm saying. I said, we'll sit on the couch and sit here and talk about it or, you know, in the truck or this kind of stuff. I'm like, dude, he's like, no, I don't. I'm like, you don't have to, you don't have to see your face. I mean, you don't have to have, you know, you just kind of sit down in the corner. It's fine. <laughs> Wear the, the Revan mask. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, he's got a stormtrooper hat. He's got a stormtrooper one too. So there you go. He got one of those. There you go. Um, but to kind of switch gears to the Matrix. Mm. That was because, you know, you got, I, I saw the, the first one like a few weeks ago and it's like took forever to finally sit down and watch the, um, for the first time. Well, no, I, I don't ever think I saw the whole movie, the first movie, like all the way through. I would think it was like bits and pieces, oh, wow. Okay, but it's been, look at that point in time when it came to Keanu Reeves, I was more like Bill and Ted more so than Neo. Okay. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie, but, um, so watch that because watch the kids gauge watch that so he was like oh so we all finally sat down and watched the um the other two which mm -hmm. i'm glad i watched it back to back because we watched um what is it hell what's the damn thing revolution is the last one right right reloaded is the second reloaded. yeah so we watched reloaded and then i was like okay i need to watch um revolution six because it's I'm glad I did because if I didn't, if I watched Revolution without seeing having reloaded fresh, I'm just like, oh, it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. What's yeah. going on here? To me, mm -hmm. it just felt like one long movie. Those two together, it just felt like it's just, uh, just one long movie because it just went. It didn't <laughs> feel right whenever they made them and they left you there because like there was like a solid year that's and change between mm -hmm. the two of them. That's yeah. that's one I would highly recommend if you're gonna if you've never seen it if you're gonna watch it watch those two back to back because it mm -hmm. just makes more sense. Yeah, there's um, a lot of story to take in with those two as well. Yeah. Like, so you you learn what the Matrix is and like the properties and the rules in the first one, then mm -hmm. the second one it throws you into the Matrix and you get to actually feel it and see it. It's it's pretty. Yeah, it did nuts. all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. And then of course with resurrections. <laughs> that one was cool as hell <laughs> because. It, you have to watch the first three to even get what's going on in like the first half of this one. Oh yeah. Because I mean, you would be completely lost because there's so many little Easter eggs in there. And it's, unfortunately, since I still had some of them fresh, I was like, Oh yeah, I can, you know, pick this, that, and other. And I'm just like, that was crazy. That was crazy. So yeah. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Definitely not a series. You can skip stuff on. You, no, you've got to be no. all in. No. Not I said it, you pretty much, I mean, just like you had to do, you pretty much have to mm -hmm. either go back and rewatch them or have a damn good memory <laughs> so that you can just jump right back into it. Because, man, I, it, it's just so much. And they're just like punching it, like right in the face with all of it. Like, well, I mean, just this? case in point, if you haven't seen the first three, you wouldn't understand the Smith reference. Yep. You know, because it's like whenever, you know, I can't even think of the guy's name, but whenever he would say Mr. Anderson, even though it was that guy's voice, I could hear, you know, Smith. I'm like, I could see yeah. it. I could hear it. Yeah. So, you know, it's you know, it's just little subtleties like that that wouldn't make sense if you didn't have that background of the previous three. But I love I, the fact that it kind of kept with the, the craziness. 
because you're just like, whoa, what in the hell is going on right here? But I'm glad it didn't have like one of the, like that felt like an hour fight scenes, you know, all these, that's the one thing. <laughs> I remember looking this at Brian movie. for one, I was like, is this fight scene going to end anytime yeah. soon? I mean, what in the no. hell is going on here? It's literally like, this is your shot of adrenaline. Take it. <laughs> It's like, it like tired me out, but I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. The Matrix was one one, um, um, franchise that I I really wasn't that interested in because it just didn't kind of grab me. But it's, you know, it's like one of those things where I think I appreciate a little bit since it does have that kind of nostalgia to it. It does have a little, it has aged a bit, Um, especially looking at the um, CGI and, you know, all that kind of stuff is, it's it's it was really cool at the time and i mean i think some of it i feel like holds up pretty well now oh yeah so, except for rubber smith rubber smith at the end of yeah. i think of well i mean it, it can't be perfect i mean it's not perfect but, but it was groundbreaking part, when it came out you oh know? absolutely I mean, i'm still I trying to f- figure out how carrie and moss got into the damn outfits mm. oh, sewed her into it <laughs> and that's what i was like she was in there yeah exactly <laughs> More oil. I need more oil. <laughs> Painted on. I was like Michelle Fiverr's Catwoman outfit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we did uh, kind of a breakdown of it and a review of it last mm-hmm. week. And, uh, you know, glad you enjoyed it. I didn't realize that you hadn't really dove into the Matrix beforehand. So that's pretty cool. You got to check out a whole new franchise. Because when you were talking about rewatching it, I was like, I, I wanted to tell you, be like, well, you don't have to rewatch all of them. Because we're just even if I had even if I had (laughs) watched it then, I mean, I would still want to rewatch it just so you could, like I said, have it fresh in your mind for especially resurrection. Um, I have worn those DVDs out. You can wear a DVD (laughs) out. I've done that with the Matrix movies and the Lord of the Rings movies. I've done that in college because I didn't have cable, but I had a few DVDs and those were Mm -hmm. some of them. And I wore those things out. That movie could have been called Matrix Reunion Tour. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> just to stick with the R, the R's. But but I, I mean, I, I I like the way they went with the story. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I think the only drawback I had on the whole Matrix thing, like I said, was the little love story aspect because in like especially in the Matrix, the first one, I didn't really feel that connection between them. You know, it, it just felt kind of like forced. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. Maybe it's just kind of, you know, if you see a lot of, I love Keanu Reeves. I think he's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But whenever he's like some type of romantic lead, it takes a minute for him to kind of get warmed up. I mean, it's, you know. <laughs> you got to fall in love with him. It's not like yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. You got to go the full relationship <laughs> status. <with him. laughs> yeah. You know, it's like you got to be friends, you know, that kind Whoa. of thing. And then it kind of. <laughs> Well, Keanu Reeves is kind of funny because I, I think he just like went through his career and said, okay, every movie I've done, I'm going to see if they'll do a remake with the same characters and bring them back and we can make a new one. Cause you know, Bill and Ted's and then uh, now that the matrix is back. So are we going to see another speed movie? Oh God. I he was not. great in speed. Really? You are the that's speed the, movie? That's oh, I love her speed movie. Oh, oh it's great. Gosh. It's great. Yeah. But that's one. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Yeah. The second one sucked. Leave it alone. Yeah. You, you know, didn't you they just, make like a third one too? I think so. Yeah, I'm I mean, not, they kept that franchise going for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember anything about. I 
definitely never saw the third one. The second one, I don't remember anything about, but the first one, uh, I could watch forever. Oh, yeah, it was great. great. It was great. I mean, it's... But it did, I mean, like, the villain, the plot, like, you can only do that once. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're, that's like uh, trying to take some of these, like, crime shows just way too far, you know? I mean, like, it may work for, like, MacGyver, but it's not mm-hmm. going to work for, like, something else. It's like, you can't, you can't, you can't put it in a movie. So what it's you're saying much. is we don't need 16 diehards and lethal weapons and rush hours. I got you because it's always the exact same story. That's the thing is, yeah. I like the third diehard movie. <laughs> a lot of people are like, that movie's trash. And I'm like, yeah, I like it. Which one's the third one? Is the third one the one with uh, Samuel? Kid with Sam- oh, that's, the, that's with The Vengeance, right? Yeah, that is a good that, movie. That's what? The one with Samuel Jackson is Diary with The Vengeance, right? Yeah. yeah. I like I like that one. That's That's the best of the series, I think. Yeah, I agree. That's a good look. Sarah's looking at us like, <sighs> She's like <"Nope." laughs> that's a good movie. Hey, I don't care. I watch superhero movies. I can look at John McClane as a superhero. Mm-hmm. For, well, like I said, know. I mean, I can critique Keanu Reeves and, um, you know, as a romantic leads because I love him True. and Sandra Bullock in the lake house. So man, he's anything. I was going to bring that up when you were talking about him being a romantic lead. And I'm like, that's why I never got to the lake house because I felt like it was going to be a whole lot of, uh, dude, I could watch that movie over and over and over again. I love that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I've never seen it, but it doesn't sound like a movie that would hit my radar to be truly honest. No, no. It has time travel in it. You wouldn't like it. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you yes. Good as long as they have established point. rules with time travel, I'm okay. And they follow. Oh, no, 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 no. You wouldn't <laughs> like these rules. <laughs> it's got a mailbox. I know that's I up your alley. Through a mailbox. I tell you. Uh, yes, <laughs> exactly. that I actually, sadly enough, now that you say that, I think that I may have had that on in the background of me of my lifetime at one point in time. I think my wife's watched that. I do remember something about mailboxes and time travel. And like this so, yeah. no, beautiful the like, stamp is lake magic. house the stamp. that looks... But it looks like um, looks like the house that um, Alfred was at in um, oh was it BBS? Which one was that? Because it's like nothing but glass. Yeah, the lake house oh, of BBS. Yeah. Yeah. So this, you know, hmm. interesting. All right. Well, um, nothing else. Matrix. That'll put you right on to a whole other topic. You wanted to talk about the Batman trailer at some point. Mm, that's a good point. In fact, we should we should watch the Batman trailer. I can just do it without the sound, and we can uh, talk over it while it's on. Y'all want to do that? Because I haven't seen it in a little while. Not yeah, it's been to... a minute. Because I think I was. Let's do that. I remember Y'all seeing that. I was like, "Have you seen this?" <laughs> yeah, you got super excited about it. I'm not gonna lie. It was not. I was not as excited about it as you were. But um, <laughs> reading all the news and everything else, like now getting all this, you know, that the Flash drama. You know, are they going to redo the Snyderverse? And I was like, everyone's doing a whole bunch of talking, but no one has any idea what they're talking about. So I'm just going to step out of this conversation. <laughs> I, I couldn't be a part of it. You know, I mean, I know that Ben Affleck pretty much says that he's done. And, you know, now they're talking about even though the Pattinson Batman isn't going to be part of the DCEU. Well, I mean, I guess somehow, some way, but it's not going to be part of the Sp- uh, Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're talking about ways that they could bring them in but when I say they it's probably just a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. so I don't know what's going to happen I never know what to expect with this franchise I love this franchise and I love the movies and I love the Snyderverse but uh, I never 
I don't know. Like, there's even that little thing with the Final Crisis, this the the Thanksgiving teaser Zack Snyder put out there, man. Like that kind of stuff always, always, always comes back around. It always does. Like, so I just we'll wish it happens. would do it a little bit faster, or like they would release it when it's close to something actually happening. Because I, my real big feeling with the DC like movies has just been, I'm just gonna wait. Yeah. yeah, because there's a lot out, talking about it, and it's like you yeah. don't believe it until it's wrapped, and it's literally mm-hmm. like a day or two before the premiere. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes I don't believe it until I'm sitting in the actual seat theater or my house or wherever, and I'm just finally watching in. it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's I a know. fair point. You know, everybody knows my thoughts on the Snyderverse. I love it. If they're talking about getting rid of the Snyderverse, Okay, so be it. I, I pretty much knew that the Snyderverse was probably done already anyway. I accepted that before we saw Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'd pretty much come to terms with that. And then we got that nice little nugget. So I, I'll, I'll I'll be okay if I never get to see anything else from Zack Snyder's. If know, nothing universe. else, you're going to get more stuff. They're not going to exactly. stop. Exactly. I'm because still going to love get putting good money stuff. in their pockets. Yeah, I'm still going to get good stuff. Exactly. That, that's the thing is, it's not just because just because it's not Zack Snyder's mm-hmm. story in his universe doesn't mean I don't like it. I just really enjoy his storytelling in his universe. So, but it's fine. Like, well, I think that's one thing we, we're going to get more. We got so used to, and you know, I'm not trying to to compare the two, but with Marvel, you had one person that kind of helmed it and gave everything like a clear vision. It's like you had a roadmap, you know, it might have veered off a little bit. It seems like with DC, man, there's like so many people out there trying to throw so much in there. It's like, there's no clear vision. I mean, you know, I don't have, a, I mean, I don't have a problem with that, but it's like, you know, like Ross, like you're saying, you have so many, you have somebody over here saying, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And somebody here saying, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. You're like, okay, we're talking about it. Let somebody do it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm I tired of talking about things. it. <laughs> I want either all the stories that you want to give me in whichever platform and way that you want to do it, mm-hmm. or I want you to do the universe and right. do it. Like I, I could deal with either one of Let's those. Let's have a plan. But, it's like, <laughs> yeah. because you know what? Star Wars showed us that you can screw up no matter how much you put into it. And, and when you say put in, or I say put into it, I mean like no matter how much you feel like you're going the right direction, mm-hmm. unless you're actually doing it, and doing the legwork every step of the way, you know, MCU has three people. They stick on all of their projects, and those three people are the ones that make sure that everything ties back in. They're the ones that talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So anytime anyone has a conversation that needs to be had, they go to one of those three people, whoever's in charge of their project, and they say, "Can we do this?" They get together, they have their little banter back and forth. <laughs> yep, and that's what Star Wars is supposed to have. I don't know what DC has for that. Mm-hmm. Well, and and to be fair, DC did have that. The original idea was Zack Snyder right. heading up the whole thing, and he had a plan, and they were executing mm-hmm. that plan. The problem was they didn't get the best of the reviews they wanted from from Man of mm-hmm. Steel, and they went which at, was it, my it, like favorite movie. <laughs> exactly, it's it's probably my second favorite. Yeah, it's top three movie for me all time. Like I absolutely love that movie. But but the thing is, they didn't get the reviews they wanted from that, and at that time. Marvel was just exploding, taking mm-hmm. off and making a shit ton of money. And rather than put in the legwork like you're talking about, Ross, and stick they just to tried it. to rush it yeah. and put product out there because they said, hey, it, people are just going to Marvel movies, whatever they put out there. Well, there's a reason they're doing that because they were putting good product out there. Mm-hmm. And 
They just thought Confidence. that if they put something out there, people will come. And you know what? People did. People came and paid a lot of money to see these movies and then didn't pay any more to see them afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, I'm telling you, they, 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 so they went back and they up. shit talked online is what happens yes. just like with anyone else. Yes. <laughs> um, and I guess the only one I'm really talking about there is Justice League. Justice League. Mm. So, because that's where they, they took a Craig, how dare you say that? Yeah, <laughs> Never watch that movie again. I don't have to. All right, uh, trailer. Trailer. Yes, I got it. I forgot what we we're doing. Here we go. Let's see. Share. Let's share screen. All right, I'll see it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. All right, so this Batmobile's growing on me. I'm not going to lie. Everything about this Batman is starting to grow on me. Um, there are still things I don't like, you know, I don't like the idea that he can have two guys shooting fully automatic weapons at him and he's just walking towards them. And <laughs> them and get not, like, I don't like that. I, 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 I'll take the bulletproof suit or the suit that can deflect bullets, but not two guys fully unloading on you. And you're just walking forward. That was like, oh, okay. but I can go over this. What? My struggle still is the Bruce Wayne aspect. I don't mind the angsty Bruce Wayne because I do mm-hmm. feel like at some point, like, you know, that little shit would be angsty. Yeah. However, <laughs> I don't know how they're doing it, and I want to know how because I, I'm I'm on board with the Batman. I like the way it looks. I, mm-hmm. I'm liking everything that I see. I just the more that I see a Bruce Wayne, I'm like, I just I, I'm, I'm not getting the same vibes. Yeah. yeah, I'm just wondering as far as like when it comes down to the villains, you know, especially like Riddler. I'm like, it's like how intellectual is this guy going to be? I hope he's not going to be like. I'm not saying over your head, but it's like, I don't want to get lost in or like be lost with what's going on with that character. I mean, you know, I'm not looking for something that's campy. I mean, don't get me wrong, but it's like, I don't want him to be like so far out there that, you know, you can't really reel it in and be like, okay, what is going on with this guy? Right. I'm finding more interesting Catwoman than I am the Riddler, even though the Riddler clearly they're holding on to. We haven't seen Penguin. We haven't seen, well, I mean, I guess we have seen. Yes, um, yeah. um, See, I don't like that. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, there it was. Just just walking towards two guys fully unloading on. Uh, Yeah, I think Penguin's going to be a really interesting character in this one, especially the way they've made uh, Colin Farrell look at that. It's pretty, pretty awesome transformation. The suit, I still don't like the suit as much, but I'm I'm trying to come to terms with the different person's take on it and early on in Batman's career, so maybe this suit will evolve as the character does throughout these movies, because this is a trilogy. Uh, You're right there with me, Ross. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, I must have missed that one. He signed up for for three movies. Um, uh, The only thing I am worried about is the Catwoman thing, because... I I, th- I think from what I see, I really like, and I think she, uh, what is it, um, Zoe Kravitz? She's gonna mm-hmm. do a great job. She looks great. I can definitely believe this. It's just that I haven't seen Catwoman done well in a while, and it, it's a really important character to me. So I want to see this work, and I need to have real chemistry yeah. between these two characters. You know, I feel like it's uh it's partner gone bad. It's almost like you know we're partners out of necessity, and the whole thing that, is that's going their to relationship. Be... Right, right. And I mean, it always has been, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, that's there seems to be like a real clear path that they're taking that to. And the sad thing is, is that it seems predictable. So I hope that they do something to make it very unpredictable with her. Um, same thing for the Riddler. Uh, 
they're only showing us like enough to where I think that I hope that they thrill us with something with the Riddler. Like you said, I don't need campy as much as I, you know, as much as I was a kid and thought Jim Carrey was absolutely stupidly funny (laughs) for some unknown reason, the green tights and everything. It still is. It's always been a campy character. So how do you make it? How do you make it? It's like how cerebral. How do you you make it dark and gritty? It's like, how cerebral is he going to be? That's my yeah. question. It's like, I don't want him to be so much to where it's like. You need a PhD to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, I want it to be a little bit of, I mean, let it be an enigma. I mean, you know, let it be something to where it's, you know, you can kind of, you know, start to piece together the, you know, trying to solve the riddle yourself as the moviegoer instead mm-hmm. of saying, just sitting there looking at it like, Huh? <laughs> you know, it's always it's always been the same with Riddler. It's always been like we'll give you like a couple easy riddles, and then like you mm-hmm. as the viewer have to figure it out because no matter what we are given, uh, like the big the, the Val Kilmer thing with uh, Batman Forever was him slowly putting all of the riddles together to realize that they made one big one. Mm-hmm. And the show was always the same thing. You know, the old uh, with Frank Gershwin with the um, Batman sixty, yeah. you know. And so anytime you watch that, they did the same kind of like story building with the Riddler. It was mm-hmm. a bunch of like small, stupid stuff, but you know, clearly the only way you can make the Riddler really work is the larger yeah. picture. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I need a Riddler that's pre cut his face open. Titan season three scarecrow. <laughs> I need, I need that Riddler, not post face cutting pre face cutting. Like I like that character before he started to go a little too off the end. I was like, uh. pre pre bitch mode. Yeah. Before he saw yes. his mom. Yeah. Yes. There you go. That, that's another, before he saw. like, give, give me a riddle like Thanks, that. Guys. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and I can take that. Batman forever. Didn't we see that in theaters, Ross? I think that's, the oh, probably. It, I think me and you and Mike went and saw that. Didn't we? That was uh, a 97. Yeah. yeah, that was 97. Uh, we definitely saw, doing- we saw Batman and Robin in theaters, unfortunately. Uh, we did that for my birthday. <laughs> that may be what I'm remembering then. Okay. Yeah. yeah and what year was that? <laughs> Gosh. If, if Forever was 97, then. So Robin 99? Was Batman, yeah, Batman and Robin was a couple years after that, right? So it was, yeah, right when we were going to high school. I remember the soundtrack more than anything. I can't tell you much more about it other yeah. than the soundtrack. Smashing Pumpkins. I have, one of the, I have one of those movie posters. I still have one of those movie posters. It's up in the closet somewhere. <laughs> I carved a pumpkin that year with the Batman and Robin symbol from that movie in the pumpkin. I remember I was how proud I was of that. It was pretty impressive. It took me forever. Um, I will tell you that this trailer made me think of Batman uh Christopher Nolan's Batman more than anything. I think it was just like the camera shots. I think it was the the color. There seems tone. to be a lot of color tone. The tiebacks, yeah. all of it, seems yeah. to really be like heavy in the Nolan Batman thing, mm-hmm. which I'm cool with. I like that. Like, I, I like, loved Christopher Nolan's Batman. Well, see, that's what I like about Batman. Like that, those versions because I want it dark. I want it gritty. I want it to wear you know, you know, a lot of shadows. A little because when I Make think of Batman, Gotham that's what dirty. I think of. That's what I think of, you know, it's because the Schumacher films, I mean, they were fun. I mean, to me, they were more like comic book, but it's not something you would take serious. You know what I mean? You put nips on Batman. But (laughs) but the thing about it is the colors. I mean, it was like, it was just like so off the rails because you were so used to Keaton 89 because it was like dark Mm -hmm. and gritty, you know, that kind of thing. And because I remember my dad taking me to see Batman Returns and I'm just like, 
that penguin, that Danny DeVito penguin is like, to me, still the grossest thing ever. And, um, him in that little car. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but I mean, that's, that's the Batman I want to see. I mean, it's, you know, even animated, I, I still want it dark and gritty. I want shadows. I want, you know, that kind of thing. So that's why with this Batman, it's, I've, I've got, like I said, I'm keeping my, my my mind open for Pattinson because I he's he's a fantastic actor. So I mean I'm I'm I've got really high expectations for him because I feel like he's going to kill it. But I just don't want him to go overboard with the broody Bruce Wayne. That's right. I yep. think that's my only drawback. I, I don't need Kylo Ren emo Bruce Wayne. No, right no, now. no. Batman is always better as a more adult character. Yes. And that was the way he was intended to be. If you look at the initial definition of what they were trying to put together when they created Batman, it was a vigilante who plays by his own rules and, mm-hmm. and, and runs on a darker side, you know, of the force, I guess you call it like that. That's I can't remember word for what it says, but it's basically what it's saying is it's basically they describe him as Punisher. That's what Batman was intended to be was like mm-hmm. a Punisher, you know, with age and, and experience. does kill. He wasn't made to be a killer. Yeah. So it's changed and evolved over the years because obviously you make more money when you make it into a more kid friendly character and you, you give them these more established rules and this and that. That's fine. I get that. And it, there are tons of different versions of Batman. Um, but Batman for me, always better reading and movies is always better as a more adult themed character. Maybe I'm going to, because I'm an adult now, I feel that way. I don't know. I've always love Batman, but it just, it, it works better. You know, it needs to be dark and gritty. It can't be, you can do a Superman story, Without it be without the whole movie being dark and gritty and, and get away with it, you know, because it works. Batman, you can't do that, you know, unless you just like That's, Lego Batman. I can go that has Lego always been my paradox with Superman is you can do all sorts of fantastic stories with Superman, but at the end of the day, the man's just about invincible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, how do you like? I know that the thing is, is that it has to be so grandiose to have a Superman story because the villains have to be out of this world mm-hmm. or, so, or it has, to, it has to be like universe <laughs> threatening or world world. Threatening. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So that's always been why I've, I've not struggled with it, but like as much as I want to really love Superman, like I, I love the Superman story that they told the, um, she just said the title of it. What was the name? Man of Steel. The, Man of Steel, like I love that movie, and I thought it was a fantastic take on. It was enough of the old to bring in with the new, and then you got Henry Cavill, and the man just was a sickening. I mean, and Ross, you want to talk about scores and and music? Holy crap, that's a good one. Yeah. So, well, no, I, mean, I, I I was never a Superman fan growing up. Like I didn't dislike the character, but just didn't read it. And it was for that reason. It's like, well, what can you do to beat Superman? You know, and I get it. And there's tons of stories where you. You, Superman has been defeated, has been killed, and that, but it, it just never turned me on until I saw Henry Cavill Superman, and I was like, okay, now that's my Superman right there. I get that. That's cool. Sorry, Sarah, what were you saying? No, I was just saying because Ross was talking about soundtrack is because um, Brian's all about soundtracks. So his favorite movie is Man of Steel, which Greg, I've told you that countless times, and even now, it's now, I mean, it's like he'll still play the soundtrack. So I mean, it's almost like that just filters through our house all the time and even my son yep. is all about it i mean it's just you know it's First like it's amazing 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, it's I that's done why it I don't know movie. why this movie gets so much heat because it's so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many different it's, aspects to it. Timing, dude. I'm telling you, timing. Uh, it's it's it, just about everything in life is about timing, and it, as great of a movie as it was, it came out on the cusp of so much else that was happening, mm-hmm. and I just don't think that everyone was ready for it. If it would have come out five years before or after, I think that it would have been, it would have found a sweet spot somehow. But when it came out, it just missed the mark hmm. for timing. I mean, that makes sense. Cause I'm not gonna lie. When it came out, I, I didn't, I wasn't excited to go see it. Uh, yeah. I didn't, didn't see it until uh, maybe it had, it had been on video. I didn't see it for a while. Well, um, honestly, when it came out, I still had, was it Superman returns? The Brandon Routh one was still kind of stuck in my brain and i'm thinking god another but i knew who henry cavill was so i was like anything with him in it i was like yes (laughs) because he was still stuck because i had still um was thinking about him from count of monte cristo because i thought he was because he was a lot younger in that movie but still it was like i know who this guy is let's see how you know he's was he in i love that story which one Count of Monte Cristo. Count of Monte Cristo. I, Cristo. I have yeah. read that book. Um, I don't know how many times. I love it. Dude, that's like <laughs> one of the few like animated, uh, like, uh, well, like Japanese animation things that I've actually enjoyed that was crossed over was a Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, really? I uh, called it a Japanimation um, version. It's a great of it, revenge but, story, though. <laughs> yes. No. I mean, like, dude, Dante. Oh, I mean, just I, I love the story. It's one of my favorite all-time stories because yeah, it, it just shows. Never. Never heard the story. Never? No. Oh, God, dude, I've like read the book. I, I, I can't take how many times. <laughs> Maybe it's something I have to look into. Ross, point me in the right direction. I'll... If it's an audio book, I'll, I'll listen to it. If it's a movie, I'll watch it. Oh, there's uh, oh, it's a movie. movie. It's got. Oh, yeah. Who was the lead? I can, I can see his face right now. I can't think of his name. It was. Uh... Nope, can't think of his name either. Jim, C- um, Jim Caviezel. There you go. Boom. Mm-hmm. Look at you. I know. I remember. That cuts I... because that just rolled right <laughs> off of one. <laughs> so, well, I'll yeah. Check it out. That'll be something that goes on the list. So, uh, dude, I forgot what. Oh, yeah. We were talking about the trailer for Batman. That's what we were talking about. Mm. Um, look, I don't need another trailer for this movie. And is it still coming out in March? As well. I haven't heard anything about it being. That hasn't back, changed. So, okay. You know, Let's just, I, fingers crossed. I don't need another trailer, though. Do y'all? No. Nope. I've no, seen, no, I've no, seen no, it. I didn't need this one. I didn't need it, but it, but it was okay with me because I actually I kind of wanted a little bit better look at Catwoman, and I, I'm really you got that it. in this, yeah, Ooh. yeah, you definitely got it in this. Uh, I think it's just there. it's just enough of a tease to where okay, it's it's not showing too much. It's just enough like like you said, you know, kind of give a little bit more uh, character, kind of you know, insert a little bit more in there. So for anybody that you know, because hey man, it had us at like the teaser mm-hmm. because it's the Batman. That's all. You, mm-hmm. Just show the title of like we were were there take my money but you know for anybody else that especially coming off of all the other batmans and all this other kind of stuff so i mean i think this this trailer did it hopefully solidified that curiosity where okay we're gonna go see it for the kind of folks that were kind of on the fence it's actually a stat that's very interesting that i don't know how long have we had batman in movies like what's been the longest break that we've had without a batman movie because think about it. You got 89, you had 
Batman Returns came out in 92, 3. Yeah, something like that. Um, then you turn around and have 97, you got Forever. Then you have Batman and Robin. And Robin 99. And yeah. then you turn around and let's see, you probably, oh, it might have been the longest gap. Was Just To the Nolan versions? Batman Begins came out in 2008, 9, 2007. Somewhere right in there, like right before 2010 something. And then they just kept rolling because yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, I absolutely love the Dark Knight. I, I'm, that Joker, will, I don't know if will ever be a better version than Heath Ledger's Joker because I love that. Yeah. Um, that was like right around 2010, 12. Dark Knight Returns comes out after that, which you had, yeah. yeah, you had Batman Begins in 05, Dark Knight 08, 05. and Dark Knight Rises oh, 12. Damn. Oh, I had it backwards. And then when you're looking at the Batman, you had 89, Returns 92, Forever 95, Batman and Robin 97. Oh, I had it all messed up. Because I still remember, because like all those Batman movies, I'm like, that was about the time I was getting out of high school, so... Hmm. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what my birthday yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've had a lot of. Uh, and then if you think about Joker, Batman. I mean, I you know I know that's kind of not a Batman, but you know if you're looking at, can you guys believe that came in at 19? I'm guilty. I haven't seen it yet. The the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen oh. it yet. It's a good one. It is. Every time I, I sit down like, to watch it, something happens. It. Yeah. It's like I said, I'm not going to rave about it like some people do, which I get that. People love different kinds of movies, but talk about how it's the best thing they've ever seen. It's a good movie. It, it's it is a watching good movie, movie, but like I said, I think it would still have been a good movie if you had taken out the Joker. Yeah, it's, you could have you could have done it with a that would have been. It, I yeah. think it would have been the same film, so it's... It didn't good. need to be him. It could have been any thriller style. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But, but, uh, sorry for that so, little tangent I mean, there. <laughs> No, I was just looking at the list perfect. of all like the the years. Because you turn like, around wow. and you have, uh, was BVS's next one? Yeah, you had um, that was sixteen, and then Justice so, was seventeen. We saw that in theaters together too, Ross, didn't we? BVS. Oh, we seen a lot in theaters. Two thousand sixteen. Yeah, I know. Sure in two thousand sixteen, we saw was it two thousand sixteen two thousand seventeen? Whatever year it came out, I know we met up to see. Force Ragnarok. Awakens. We met up to see. We did see Force Awakens. Um, yeah. I, I, hey, it was just like me calling you up and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna be in town. Let's watch both." <laughs> <that."> yeah, fellas, <laughs> so yeah. that's what we all do. We all meet up, meet, uh, meet up, and watch the Batman. There you go. That's not a bad idea. I've only that's been in Raleigh like ten idea. times in the I've past got a three weeks. So right here, right here in Raleigh, I got a perfect theater. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, Perfect we might theater. talk about that. So. <laughs> Come down to the biatch. We can watch it on the home screen. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> well, all right. Well, let's, uh, I guess, move on. This. Uh, I hope you don't get into the trailer. Uh, I was not excited for this movie. I'm more excited for it now. Keep my excitement up. I want to see the rest whenever I get it in theaters. So, uh, Let's talk some Witcher Season 2. I just finished the last two episodes today. Uh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now. I'm, I'm at, like, episode 4. <laughs> Oh well, you you want to wait then till you finish it? No, I mean, no, I'll, probably, I'll we, probably I'll probably have it finished by the weekend because I actually watched two episodes last night. Because okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, for like the past few weeks or a couple of weeks with the kids being home, we've been doing puzzles at night. Yeah, okay. I know I'm lame. 
So that's one of the reasons. And I just can't, I just can't stay up but so late because these kids, man, I tell you, they're they step as late as I do. But um, okay, well, let's hold off on it then because I I only had the last two episodes to watch and I wasn't as impressed with this season because I still wasn't quite getting it. But I watched the last two episodes today and now I feel like I understand a little more. And now I'm like, okay, cool. I see. I'm not gonna lie, I've had to power through it because. I don't. I don't know. It's like it, I was going to ask you what's your vibe so far. It's, yeah, I got through the first season. I got through the first season. I was <laughs> like, okay, this is this, you know, because it's like all this build up or whatnot. So I was like, okay, well, we're finally to that point where, um, you know, he and Siri, you know, they're whatever the hell's going on with them. Um, but and now since I'm kind of halfway through, because there's eight episodes, correct? So so halfway through, and I'm so, like. It's like they're it's like they're trying to tie up certain things and just try to keep rolling with it. So I'm just trying to figure out where it's going. The <laughs> first season, like, as confusing as it was, felt like it told uh, like a bunch of like complete mini series stories. Yeah. No. So I, this I one, like, I think, was the struggle. I think that's where most people are having that same kind of vibe. Is that yeah. it, it's not doing the same kind well, of. Well, it's it's. I think it's the it's the fact is I'm I'm trying to follow this, and I think it's finally gotten to that point to where okay, we're we're telling the 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 longer story of it, you know, we, we spent the first season getting everything in place. Yeah. You did have these little mini stories and all this kind of stuff, but you're getting everything in place. And now, okay, here, we're going to start and we're just going to go ahead and, you know, ride down the road. So that's what, and man, all these damn names and shit they're like throwing out. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to remember that. I'm just, nope. it's like Lord of the Rings. You know, there's mm-hmm. certain characters and then there's some that you, remember and then some is like okay i know who that is but i couldn't tell you what the name was if my life depended on it <laughs> yeah so what'd you I think was... of the first episode with uh game of thrones homeboy in there he played the, the 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 one with the tusks that um was yeah, that was... under the spell zinfidel oh, whatever his name was but like the first episode that just what with that creepy thing that was running around the house too and i was like oh my god what in that too mm. oh my god the cat zombie or cat turned zombie well i knew there was something i knew there was something up there yeah. i'm like y'all need to look up because there's some shit up there that is just a probably nightmare fuel you have holes in your ceiling and stuff is <laughs> looking out of it <laughs> i know it's like, i don't it's uh, like you wanted to like that character and then you know towards, yeah. and then the end you're like you son of a bitch really you deserve that shit Mm-hmm. Not only did he deserve it, but in one episode, like it told his whole story. Yeah, because then you just you went right through it. Well, and, and the thing I, about the I found first that very strange. I think the thing about the first season too is because it skipped around times, so mm-hmm. you would be at this point in time, and then you would either slide forward or backwards. And it took me a minute to figure that one out. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. So then I'm thinking, well, damn, how long? How long has Geralt been around? How old is this dude? Yeah. You know, and then I'm like, well, how the hell old is Jennifer? Because, I mean, it sounds like that she's, like, been, like, around forever. So, I'm like, I got kind of lost in, like, the time, mm-hmm. the passage of time, I guess you could say. Because you were here and then you are here. So, uh, this season seems That's, like it's not It's quite. almost like it was supposed to be just enough of that. But you're right. This season doesn't doesn't do any of that. I think it's, uh, this one kind of moves forward a little bit more. Now, you might have flashbacks, your memories. Um but yeah, so like I said, just those four episodes. And I'm kind of curious, but it's that's that's the kind of show where I have to make sure the kids are asleep because otherwise they'll be like right over my shoulder, and I'm like, y'all don't mm. need to be seeing this. 
Well, sometimes Sarah, I'm had, like, <laughs> <"Gayed."> <laughs> I was gonna say, I had the same problem you did. I was telling Ross about that. It's like I, I'm enjoying it, but I was so confused. And there's so many new names, there's so much new lore. I think by the end of the second season, though, I'm starting to get it a little more. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm in a pretty good understanding of where this story is at. And so pieces are kind of falling in place. Yeah, everything. So that's what I'm hoping for these now. last so. four. I'm hoping that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It, it did for me. So, so. I'll tell you that, like, uh, I've gone back and slowly tried to watch some of the behind the scenes stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it gives you, it lets you know that, like, in the first season, they're really trying to unveil a story to you in a way that they want to do it. And mm-hmm. they do it by keeping you on your toes and they do it with the time jumps. Um, but they do that on purpose. And so by the time they be it to the second season, they have, I don't want to say that they focus on the lore, but they, they have the lore to pull from and they do it in a way that instead of keeping you confused and making you interested in just watching the Witcher, if it just popped up on your Netflix screen, mm-hmm. you're now already invested in it to where now they can kind of really start to kind of dig in. And so, so they I give you the history lessons and now you can work, go forward because yeah, they it's give like, you the enough. Like, the, like the first season was like the history. Mm-hmm. They wanted to give you headlines because they need, you know, it was, it was all clickbait. They needed to get you in there. Once they got you into the door, <laughs> you know, now you can actually read the story and enjoy it. So, um, because the history of these things, uh, I say these things, the history of the Witcher and the stories. Um, like I didn't know that this whole entire story came from a salesman who wrote this stuff on his spare time while he was traveling. That's where yeah. all of this stuff came from wow. and then turned around and created a video game. And, uh, you know, Henry loved it so much. He had to jump into it to actually, he, he wanted to be uh Geralt and mm-hmm. he wanted to be that character. And so if that doesn't like, tell you a lot about it it tells me enough tells me enough like like if he's truly want to be if he wants to be invested in this no matter how monotone he is throughout the whole entire show i mean the man is drop dead sexy and to see him swinging swords and 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 dummy sticks whenever it's behind the scenes i mean i'll watch it like i said i watch cobra kai i don't like i don't i don't know what to tell you like I'll, i'll watch anyone just Dance well, around and beat the shit out of somebody. That's right. And anybody, anybody can have a man crush on, on Henry Cavill. That is completely fine. Because like I said, he pops up on my TikTok every now and again. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I bet if you search Ross's uh, browser history, it's got a search for the soundtrack, for the background, for the uh, making of <laughs> The Witcher. I will tell you, that soundtrack is good. But well, have I don't have the search history. So. Hmm. Have any of you guys played the game? Now, I know Brian... Yeah. He's he has played some of it. I don't remember when, but I know he at some point because he would ask me questions about. I think he might have seen like the first two episodes or whatever. But um, you know, and I was just kind of telling him a little bit about it. He's like, "Well, what about so and so?" I'm like, "Okay, well, yeah, that's in it." He's like, "You know, I, I guess he played a little bit." So I I didn't know anything about the game. I mean, I'm yeah, coming yeah. into this like totally green. So okay, I just didn't know if any of you fellas had like played that or not. Had I've realized yeah. that. Um, I'm gonna go right back to it. I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> Arcane has flipped things up on its on its back end for me to a point to where I'm like, no matter of what my interest is in the previous um, context of the property, I'm gonna go into it and give it a shot because yeah. hell, why not? Like I've been given so many fantastic things just by great storytelling. That's why I love 
keeping up with all this stuff because it's the storytelling. It's always been the storytelling. If it's something that's mm-hmm. interesting, you know, these could be the the odysseys of our time, you know, whichever way you want to actually break it out to be. So, yeah, I like I it. mean, storytelling is one of the, the oldest, uh, oldest things there is. People telling stories to maintain each other. So you, you continue to tell me great stories and I'll continue to listen and watch and read and all that good stuff. So, well, Sarah, let us know when you get done with Witcher season two, we'll do a recap of what season two is about. Um, I don't know about season three. I don't know if it's been renewed for season three. I don't know if they're planning on it. I think based on the way the season ended, they definitely I thought could. I saw I something know. about that. I can't remember where I saw it. I don't know if there's probably there's... something out there about it. I've just missed it. What were we talking about? Season three of Witcher? The Witcher. Yeah, I could yeah. swear they had something that it's in Dude, the works. Or, but I mean. Their numbers got to be too high. I mean, look, I know Netflix will not get rid of anything in a heartbeat. But hell, I'm pretty sure they're going to hold on to this. Yeah. I yeah, think, I think so this too. one's been fairly successful. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll have to look and see if I can find something about that. But I swear I could have saw something. But. Well, uh, what's up, Tim, in the chat room? How you doing, buddy? Well, uh, let's talk about the last thing on the docket for tonight, then. Let's uh, get into some Book of Boba Fett. I just got done watching episode two right before we started, so we're all caught up in this, right? Look, Sarah, I saw that smile when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, you were in the text group the other day raving about it, so um, let's uh, let, let's get some thoughts going. What do we think so far overall of what they're doing with Book of Boba Fett? Sarah, I'll start with you. I love it. It started, okay, because... Like I said, I know I'm bringing Brian into this love because he's a he's a Star Wars fan as well. And, you know, he we were talking about this. And, you know, when we first, you know, saw the preview or whatnot for Book of Boba, and it's like, what do you expect? Okay, this series, what do you want to take out of this series? Number one, what happened with Starlight? Number one. I'm like, if they don't answer that question or at least touch base on that, this is going to be shit because... That is the one question um, you absolutely had to answer. And I'll be damned if they didn't do it. <laughs> you, can, but, you can ask Ross. We were sitting beside each other and I told him that I, that's the one question they have to answer. Yeah, they absolutely. Because it's like, if you didn't even to touch with this, it, and if you didn't open up with that, because it wouldn't make sense. I mean, it wouldn't make sense because that is the question for this character that, you know, for start to flesh him out, you know, and that's the first question is like, okay, you know, if, just something that crazy takes him out to where he falls into the Sarlacc pit. You're like, okay, how are you going to get out of this? Um, but I do like the flashbacks. I do like going back and seeing, you know, what happened previous to that. So I think that's pretty, you know, that's pretty cool. And I know I've seen some people saying, well, the storytelling is kind of slow. It's, I think it's perfect. I think for this character, you're, you know, you, you, you've already met him, you know, this the older Boba Fett, you've already met him in Mandalorian. So you're just like, you have all these questions like, dude, where you've been, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they touch on the Sarlacc, how that happened. Um, and then also when it goes into the second episode, I think it's really cool bringing in the Raiders because, you know, that's, those have always been characters where, as, you know, you saw, you know, Anakin take them back, you know, you saw, or, you know, take them out and all this kind of stuff. And, it just get, gave you more of a background on, on that particular group because, I mean, what really do you know about them? Yeah, the Robances. Okay, yeah, they, you know, pretty much sand people. They shot everybody, you know, that kind Same of stuff. Right? They hide their numbers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I thought that was really cool because you're bringing an aspect 
I mean, honestly, you never really thought about it. You never really, I mean, I don't know if I really thought about, you know, their way of life and, you know, what they did and all that kind of stuff. So that just really stuck with me. So now I'm just like, really like, what else are you guys going to hit us with? <laughs> Who else are you going to bring in? You know, but, um, and yeah, I'm seeing um, some little names and whatnot pop up, but, you know, what you got to say, Nathan? <laughs> I know you got something to say about it. <laughs> um, Ross, what do you think, man? Just overall thoughts. You know, Boba Fett's always been the greatest hero that no, that no one ever understood. <laughs> um, I say hero loosely. Um, Boba Fett was either, it, it, it's, so, it's so divisive. People loved Boba Fett completely with really zero reason or didn't really have any feelings towards him. I didn't really have any feelings towards him. I never minded him. I know all of his you know, spots where he popped up. I know all the minimal lines he's had. Uh, the fact that he had spurs, the fact that he walked near Darth Vader and Empire Strikes Back and, you know, the fact that he took Han Solo, you know, now they're trying to really, really delve back into getting him into a story the comic books have them uh we turn around and i mean clone wars you know clone wars rebels they all did a little bit here and there to show you that boba was still in the universe and how he kind of got to the ot and what his story was going to be he's not just a throwaway character yeah right yeah and so then you know they come out with uh that under the helmet thing on disney plus mm-hmm Boba Fett was supposed to be such like a he was supposed to be like the next Vader, not not really, but he was supposed to be the next badass like helmeted character. Mm-hmm. Because even though you have all the stormtroopers who are the the militia, the the military, the army, the whatever, at the end of the day, you need someone who looks more badass than them. Yeah, uh, we got Phasma, which was very lackluster. Mm-hmm. Um. I can tell you that bringing Boba Fett back into, I, I thought the Mandalorian was a fantastic way to bring Mandalorian style back to a screen mm. without focusing on anyone or anything. And I love that show. I love what they've done. Um, they brought in <laughs> spoilers if no one's seen it. They brought in Luke <laughs> at the very end of the last season, right? <laughs> and so now that you know, we have all these rumors about them bringing Han back for this this show. Bringing Boba Fett back to the screen was such a thing that seemed like it could be stupid. Oh, they but the very way that this, up. Yep. yeah, the way that they're telling the story is working out really well. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the flashbacks. I want to know where they're coming from. I can tell you that John Favreau and Dave Filoni. One of the two or both of them together have a, a real love relationship with Tuscan Raiders. And I'm okay with that. I'd like but to it made you want to know about Tuscan Raiders. I mean, it made yeah. you want to know no, about Tuscan did. Raiders because it's, it's yeah. like, it, I don't know, it was crazy. I heard someone else say, <laughs> you know, they were all complaining about the, um, the different species in the show and like why they can't be the same all across the board. Like, why aren't the teeth filed down for the men in certain uh, alien species? Like, all these different things that got so nitpicky. And I'm like, I, I heard someone give me the best explanation, and it was, well, I got friends that don't talk the same way that I do. 
you know, they live like across the gigantic pond and they sound completely different than I do. And we're all from the same planet. And I'm like, that makes perfect sense at the end of the day. So you have to imagine that Tusk and Raiders are the same type of like mythology there. Mm-hmm. There has to be so many different types of them. They're not all just, you know, blood guts and gory or trying to kill people or capturing or whatever. Well, I mean, they even said that in this episode too. They, they mentioned right, that exact right. thing about how there's different tribes and certain ones did certain things. So bringing, um, I guess I'll, I'll try to start at the first one. Uh, when we were watching it, you're right. You know, they had certain questions that needed to be answered. They answered mm-hmm. a bunch of them. I thought that even bringing in the, you know, we always question like, how are you just farming moisture? Where does that come from? Yes. And so now you realize that there's a little bit more to it. Uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's not fancy. Um, it's not beautiful, but it is like a backup to how that story could be or how that story tool could actually be a thing in real life. Um, we get him just taking over, you know, like, like Nathan said, the flashback, I've heard flashback juice, I've heard all sorts of stuff. I mean, seeing a completely different take on a, a back to tank and seeing the fact that he needs it because the man was chapped. Um, people yeah. giving their one word reviews. I've heard sunscreen. Um, <laughs> him and the Rodian, you know, the Rodian basically selling them out. I, I, I've always gotten the impression that Rodians were really like wimpy, just gigantic wimps when it came down to it. I don't know why Greedo is the one that wants to, to start being a bounty hunter, but I keep getting that throughout the whole entire Clone Wars Rebels and everything else. It seems like the Rodians are just a bunch, whole, bunch of wimps. And in this one, mm-hmm. the same way, it's like, I can get you out of here. I'm like, let's go. You know, I love it. I love Tamora Morrison. Yes. I can't believe that the man has had such a, a full circle of a story and I'm happy for him. I mean, like by all means, like dude, live, live your best life because whatever's going on with him, his ability to bring, bring to screen Boba Fett is something that I never would have thought that I would have seen. But I can tell you watching attack of the clones was like, how cool would it be to actually get him to tell a Boba Fett story one day? And here we are. Yes. I used what to say that because I just watched Attack of the Clones <laughs> yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he brings that character to life. Like he is Boba Fett. Like, like they'll, they'll yeah. never, that, that, that's, I, I, I'll see him in other movies, you know, but, but he is Boba Fett. I mean, he's, of course, he's Arthur Curry's dad. He's Abin Sur. Like I've seen him in all kinds of other stuff. I'm sure there's other things other than he's Rex. Movies too. Yeah. So, but, He'll always be both. Could we see him? Oh. Mm, maybe. There's <laughs> I love the, I, I love the flashback. Um, I, I because you know what I wanted to know. I, I need to know. Number one, I need to know. I don't understand the stormtrooper oxygen thing. Whatever. Uh, him using a flamethrower to get out of the. I mean, assuming that he killed because that's our like pit looked dead to me. Um, yeah, he won't it, wasn't, it wasn't fighting back. <laughs> nope. I, I have. M- Watching it the first time, I was confused because I was confused about a whole bunch of things like the scale of the whole entire thing. Uh, and I'm not the only one because I've heard people talk about it now. Why it seems like it's so like real narrow in on on him like escaping and like him coming out of the sand because you know the desert is vast and it should be like a real gigantic. You need you need that enormity. Mm-hmm. Um, it did seem like the. Uh, the name of the thing that they shoot all of their stuff in. Um, 
Oh, that round thing? Yes. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it did seem like that was limiting their scope on being able to show like the vastness of the desert and not being able to go to location to shoot. Um, that was a little disturbing to me only because it was a little off-putting with the way that I've seen Star Wars shoot stuff. It didn't feel like it was kind of the same thing. Hmm. Um, okay. But to turn around and have him crawl out, you get the story, you get him push on, you get the Jawas take his armor, which... Damn, Jawas will take anything and everything. Yeah. They have That's actually them. no shame whatsoever. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Those little scavenger. yellow eyes are just targets. That's all they are. <laughs> Shoot them in the face. Shoot them twice. You know, double tap that headshot. Um, but then, you know, his whole... I needed to know the background of the story. Because the way that he showed up in The Mandalorian... Yeah. Yeah. The way that he showed up in The Mandalorian, it left a whole lot of dots out there that weren't connected. And the flashback scenes, especially with the second one, the second episode... And when I sat down to finally watch it, I'm like, that's when I was like texting you guys. I'm like, holy hell. Yeah. They just good. came out with like all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. We get to see, um, we get to see the twins, the huts show up. Their platform, or I'm sorry, their litter uh, is bowing like crazy because of their fat asses. And the people underneath are struggling. <laughs> struggling. Can we please, please never see computer animated pets again let's just please see oh huts huts yeah, yeah huts yeah well please let's just see puppets man like it's funny because even on clone wars it looked better than it has in all the movies that you know one of the pet, the, the huts oh, well i mean computer animated it's, it's like oh my gosh it's just terrible just give me a puppet yeah you know there's something to be said about the original nastiness of jabba as a yeah. puppet um yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a tough thing to duplicate, to to put in. Oh man, because I remember like you want to talk about movies that we've seen together. We went to go see all of the re-releases of Star mm -hmm. Wars together, and I remember sitting in the theater the very first time and we saw that, and I'm like, yeah. And I we saw that, have done that. I just saw that not even a few hours ago because we started watching New Hope again and had that mm -hmm. saw that scene and it was just like. I was paying more attention to a gigantic princess lady in a metal bikini at that point. <laughs> more than likely. She but, said a new yeah. hope. She said a new hope. Yeah, <laughs> you were talking about Jedi. You were talking about Jedi. So. Um, I do think that the callback for uh, Cammy and What's-His-Face was real interesting because I don't know if you've ever watched the documentary um, Empire of the Sun or Empire of the Sun. Hmm. It's a fantastic. Actually, it's one of many documentaries, but um, it shows the deleted scenes. Um, Tashi Station, which I was not sold that was Tashi Station that he walked into, but apparently yeah. that was it. Hmm. And it, it's it's cool getting all. It's cool getting all those holes filled <laughs> um, to to really bring the story back together. Um, but I mean, honestly, do you think this would work if you didn't have that background? I mean, you can't well, I tell. Mean, this. No, um, they did. I, I they did their does. own legwork with mm -hmm. Mandalorian to 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 fill in that void. But now we start reaching even further back into other things, and it's to me, it's interesting as shit. Um, I want to know all these things. Give me the Tuscan Raiders. You know, let me see what they're about. I, who knew 
that they could be such badass warriors. Who knew that oh, yeah. they had chisels to make their own little and magical who, wood tools? Who knew that you had to have a lizard shut up your nose to help you go find your own stick? Oh, I knew that. Didn't you know that? It's like drinking the purple juice. You never done lizard before? <laughs> Come on, girl. Oh, <laughs> like this. <laughs> Talk about a vision quest. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I I love the way they did the 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 Tuscan Raiders and the Sand People in uh in this episode. Um, it is cool to see. You know, you haven't seen anything about them except for mindless, you know, kind of mm-hmm. raiders, I guess. You know, and. uh to give them a story because there's so much stuff in star wars that you could you could touch on that you could go into that you may know very very little about and now you have a full in-depth knowledge of this uh, race of people now to find out like we said that there are multiple tribes that all went different directions and different ones did different things and i was like okay cool so he happened to stumble across some that were decent people and uh, I like the story of stopping the train the way that they did that that was pretty cool i don't understand uh they didn't get that of- role though before huh? you go, he earned like I think the whole thing with this was that he was earning that role because no oh, matter yeah. to be in their tribe, yeah. And I think yeah. that that they needed that because you need to know why Boba's a badass. You need to you need to feel it, and mm-hmm. I haven't felt it. I haven't understood it. I don't know. I don't know why people are so enthralled with Boba Fett, but I'm getting there. Yeah. And this the show is doing that for me, so it's mm-hmm. it's doing the work for me. Which thank God because like I want to be on board with it. I kind of feel like I'm missing out on something. Yeah, I feel bad I, to I say think, that. I think most people that were really into it before obviously had to have read books and looked into lore like that because there was nothing else on mm-hmm. him before this, you know. But you know, I do have some questions about Boba Fett though, because from everything I've known of him, and I've only known the little bit they've given us and little stuff and here and there I've read in books. Um. I thought his identity was more of a secret type thing. I didn't think he took his helmet off very much, but he takes his helmet off a lot in this show and just walks around with it on. And I thought that was kind of one of his things. Like I thought his helmet was one of his like most important assets. Cause can he see a 360 view in his helmet and, and all kinds of different stuff? Like, like why would you take that off all the time and be vulnerable Not, on the street? I pointed that out to you when we watched it. Not just that he had just gotten that damn armor back. Yes. <laughs> you don't yeah. take that crap off and then hand it to someone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get they're uh, trying to put, I guess they're trying to put Tamir Morrison's face out there and see who Boba Fett is. But I mean, you mm-hmm. did that for the whole first season of, of Mandalorian and, and nobody said anything, you know, but then again, he's not a Mandalorian. He's just so I don't know how deeply enthralled you got with the, um, Shoot, I'm gonna lose him now. Uh, oh my god! When the Clone Wars had the dark saber, and they had the group of Mandalorians who were so like religiously, oh. uh, you know who I'm talking about. It starts with D. Yeah. Um, um. Either way, that mentality kind of caused a real split, I guess, in the um. Mandalorian cultures. It's like you either had one that believed in that where like, you don't take that, you know, you don't take your helmet off. You don't ever like Mandalorian is a way of life. Like that's, that's you, that's your thing, that's your creed. Um, Yeah. This is the way. Exactly. Perfect. (laughs) Exactly. Bring it in for the win. Um, But at the end of the day, like 
you just don't show people who you are because you are Mandalorian. Your what you wear is you. Like that's your reflection. Like that's what people see, and that's all they need to know. And so somehow, being saved by those people, I guess, had Din Djarin completely stuck in that mindset. Versus, you know, you have Boba Fett, who is essentially the alpha of the clones. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett didn't care. Neither did Mandalorians. Mandalorians didn't care. It was the extremists yeah. that cared. Yeah. And so when when you tell those two different sides of the you know two different flips of the coin, like I, to me, I never I was I grew up knowing that like Mandalorians took their helmets off. I, I don't know why. But even when I watched Clone Wars, it was kind of that same mentality. It's like they're all well, taking their helmets off. Yeah, you off. had Gar Saxon, he took his off. You had, you know, Bo-Katan, mm-hmm. um, she took hers off. You know, everybody mm-hmm. is. And I mean, that didn't, wasn't there a conversation between um, yeah. Mando uh, and Jaren? Yeah, yeah, it was a conversation because, you know, it's just like, why don't, you know, why don't you take a pic? I guess they were all sitting around the table or whatnot. And he was just like, oh, I just don't do it. I mean, that's just my thing. Yeah. Which uh-huh. I get, like, you know what, until you. When you are growing up in a specific way of life, something else is going to seem completely taboo to you, which may be completely normal for everyone else. And so I feel like that's kind of where we came with Dim Jaren was that him, him not having uh, that knowledge of like how the world was beforehand, because he was essentially like indoctrinated into the Mandalorian culture. Mm-hmm. He was saved by Mandalorians, that whole entire thing just, it became a, th- a way of life for him as not as much as it was him growing up that way. Okay. And, and something he learned rather than, right. Yeah. Well, I guess everything's something you learned. I don't think about it, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I get that. Uh, I, I guess I, one thing I've always wondered about Boba Fett was the, 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 the coloring and the painting of his armor, which I wonder if we're going to get questions about that or to learn anything about that. Um, but with which this, early uh, on. Yeah, he painted I mean, the armor to, early on, so yeah, had to have been. Um, did you see the uh, the badass Wookie that uh, oh, the, yeah. the, the huts had? Boy, that motherfucker right there, he like he kicks, could kick some ass. So he is, um, was it a book or a comic book? He was in a story somewhere, and he is essentially a like a bounty hunter Wookie, yeah, and yeah, like twins hired him, and I mean. Oh, there's going to be a showdown between him and Boba before the show's over with. I hope it's between him and someone else because I just want to see him rip the arms off. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. to see it. I need it. Yeah. I don't. I, there's things in life that I need. I need that. That, that was a badass Wookiee. I would love to see some arm, arms. What did you grab, Sarah? I saw you get, get something. You got a helmet. Yeah, right I was here. just like, I'm like, I just couldn't see wearing this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> if I had an actual functioning one, I could see. You know, like it's like if I had an Iron Man helmet that actually was an Iron Man helmet, you know, I could, I'd never take it off. Yeah, so this is a this is a possible cosplay in future, you know, the armorer. So <laughs> I mean, you're already part of the way there. You know? I just need to get the fur. That's all. all I'm gonna say is just leave it on, leave it on your nightstand. Just leave it on your nightstand. <laughs> when you get asked that question, you just go ahead and put that bitch on. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm trying to think with Mandalorian or not Mandalorian, Boba Fett. How many episodes do we have of this show? Is it eight? Six. Six? Okay, so we're mm-hmm. already a third of the way through it. Yep. 
Okay. But I'm so like looking forward to like any more of these Star Wars shows um, mm-hmm. coming out because it's just the. I feel like I'm watching a movie, even though I know it's a series, and I know I've said this about you know even about Mandalorian. It's just the production level, or it's just you know Death you're. Watch. Oh my God! Why am I? Yeah, screaming? there you Death go. Sorry, <laughs> finally got it. I was like, oh, <laughs> I needed that release. Okay, so so quick question then. So this show takes place immediately after return of the jedi or actually during that time maybe during the time of return of the jedi right because yeah. it starts out with him coming out of starlight pick which is the beginning of that movie mandalorian takes place after what mandalorian is six years after so what i think we're going to be getting with this because we know the mandalorian is going to show up I think we're getting the pretext that's going to lead us to a story. And I, what I have the feeling that they're going to do is they're going to lead us up in the fifth or sixth episode to a point to the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I am in the camp that we are probably going to see like a de-aged solo, but I can't tell you that if it's going to come in this season or if the rumors that we're getting are things that are already happening for the next season. I feel like the rumors are way too late to be that fast, Mm -hmm. but I've been wrong before, so could be wrong again. Well, my question is, do we see him lose the armor again then? Because doesn't he, he doesn't have the armor in Mandalorian, right? No, I think what you're getting is two different stories. I think you've gotten the story that happens beforehand when he, when he gets out of the Sarlacc and kills it. And the Jawas take his armor. Mm-hmm. And I think they've jumped so far ahead to post Mandalorian is where they're at right now. Post him, oh, getting, so- post him getting his armor back. Oh, okay, okay. Well, because didn't, wasn't the, what Josh Doom reveal or the guy's name, wasn't he the one he played? Didn't he have oh, his Josh armor? Oh, Josh Dumal, Mando? yeah. Dumal, yeah. He, he had his armor, right? Mm-hmm. In Mando? Okay. Uh, he played. Um, That's Tim- Timothy Elephant. There you go. Yes, yes, you're right. That's what it was. Yeah, they look the same to me. I was trying the, to. They he do. was the um, <laughs> like the marshal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he had gotten the armor, and then God, he's got his name. I can't remember. And then Dan got it back, and then that's when yeah. Bubba's like, uh, "That's mine." <laughs> okay, okay. So what so I think they're saying that, do is what that, that time. So I'm thinking probably okay, okay. the marshal. That dude probably got the armor from the Jawas. Because the mm-hmm. job was to... He did. His... Actually, they showed it in the Mandalorian episode. Okay. So everything we see with him in the armor uh, now is after... Yeah, that's that's like his, like his current time. Like, okay. like it's right okay. now. Here. Gotta versus... be somewhere six to ten years after Return of the Jedi. Okay. I don't know if they've given us a timeline, but I know that the Mandalorian was given a five to six years after Return which means that this has to be happening somewhere thereafter. Gotcha. That makes way more sense. I wasn't thinking about it like that. I was thinking that he lost his armor again. <laughs> and like, this will be like uh, after, like, like after he, he saw Dan and all this kind of stuff. So it's like after the end of Mandalorian and then like present time per se. That makes when I'm, I'm curious because I know that we're going to get Din Djarin in this show. We've heard his voice in the trailers. We've seen this or that. I mean, we, I don't know that we're going to get him in here, but I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to, they're going to lead us off on a path that's going to have the two of them doing something together. Right. 
But what does that mean for season three of Mandalorian? Because if we think about Mandalorian, Grogu's gone. Uh, Ahsoka's going to have her own show, so I'm assuming she's going to be completely out of the picture, period. Mm -hmm. So are the two of these Mandalorians going to tell like a jumping story? I know that we're supposed to be getting more than just this Boba Fett show. Mm -hmm. They have already said that we were probably, it was going to be the first of a few Boba Fett books. I don't know what the, I don't know if that's a rumor mm -hmm. or if it was actually kind of like unveiled somewhere. I'm really confused from that, from, from like that, from that point going forward, like when this season ends, what's it going to mean for us? Where's it going to leave us? And then is it going to tie into Mandalorian season three? And if so, it's all another can of worms to start to think about. So, mm -hmm. Well, then you've also, like I said, you got the Ahsoka show, you got the Obi Wan show, you get all this stuff they could tie in together, and it'll be nuts. Your Obi Wan show cannot tie into it. That's true. Yeah. If it does, then I might be out of Star Wars yeah, for a minute. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> or they like went way back. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be weird to have Obi Wan in a post <laughs> post New Hope uh, story. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, but I, I'm enjoying Boba Fett so far. Uh, I, I, every time I every time I say it, I feel like I'm not giving it service if I don't say the Book of Boba Fett, like the entire name. Yeah, I can't just say the Book of Boba, or I can't just say Boba Fett like it's the Book of Boba Fett. If I say something different, it sounds weird. I don't know why. But what did you think about Fett. the train scene and us finally getting? Oh, like that was a major tie-in with those characters back from. Did you watch Rebels? Did you watch? I haven't watched Rebels yet. Oh, that's right, you haven't. That's, that's, that's my part. I haven't watched you it. Yet. Killing me with that. Okay, th this question is directed to Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, what did you think about the pike showing up? You know what? I thought that's what they were, but I wasn't quite. I wasn't absolutely sure because you know I'm thinking. I, it's like one of those things. It's like I know who it is. I know who it they is. I know what these are. Oh yeah. Well, he went in and he just whooped their ass like just. <laughs> Like nobody's business, but I, I it's I knew this what they were, but I was just like, mm. as soon as I saw the masks, I was taken back because it was such a weird transition to go from um, mm -hmm. animated to live action. And so when you finally get them live action, because we they got them really in, weird, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and like yeah, mask off, Whew. Mm -hmm. like that. They were they straight up had like. Sakchinians going on. I don't know what's going on. They had gold. Yeah, I was trying to remember yeah. because in Rebels, what was that one pike that you always saw? What was his name? You know I don't what I'm remember the about? name. But yeah, but you know what I'm talking about because I'm like, if he starts talking like this dude right here, I'm like, oh, that's going to be it for me. <laughs> uh, when they brought in the last season of Clone Wars, they they were real heavy in that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember the sisters' names, but when they were all the the sisters and Ahsoka were all in jail. And like that whole entire thing was all pikes mm -hmm. and you're just you're seeing all those annoying characters and you're like, you know what? They look cool, but man, they're not cool <laughs> <laughs> to see them live action was really cool. So yeah, that was, I that did was... enjoy that. Yeah. 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 They did a great job with the train scene. I don't know what it is about movies and television shows. You add a train scene to it, like a fight on train. With a jet engine. It's always cool. Yeah. Yeah. Jet engine on that thing. yeah. <laughs> And what about the old robot? That was uh, like I don't know too many robots who were too worried about self like, like self preservation. 
so much oh. they would jump out of the moving terrain and, and spider and arms and everything. Oh, yeah. uh, more not. He had everything cool. going on, dude. I'm... He's like the ultimate mailman. That's what it was. You know, mail. We'd go there. It reminded me of uh, when you see like old black and white footage of like operators, like like pulling and plugging mm-hmm. stuff into operators. like the, the, the switching operator. board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like watching it in like fast motion because he was just like ching, 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 ching. <laughs> all of the movements and everything that he did was just it was crazy. I don't know what would have to go into the visual effects of making that, but they did a fantastic job because it looked real solid. You know, realistically, you could just have anybody with a bunch of levers and buttons doing just put okay, just just continue to push buttons and pull levers doesn't matter in what order or where and it would look like it makes sense it really would just think about it. you just beep, beep, pull this we're doing you, playing 10 boppets at the same it, time yeah if you're watching it it's like oh it looks like what he's doing makes sense he, he's doing a good job controlling all those things at once so really all they're doing is just pushing buttons and pulling the bar buttons. the power bar keeps going up so i know what he's doing <laughs> yeah, is doing, is yeah. doing well he's, he's doing something right it got faster uh, now they did a really good job with that uh you know i was talking with a with a friend at work about you know, the show. And once again, Star Wars just does it where they give you this movie quality in a television show, like the look and the feel and everything else. It's great. I don't feel like I'm watching a television show. I feel like I'm watching. Like, I think Ross, whenever we got done watching the first episode, I looked at you and said that wasn't long enough. I felt oh, like no. I was watching a movie and, and I wanted more immediately. Everyone has so, said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, so, production quality is just insane. I mean, it's just. It's what they do with that graphics engine is ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, so I couldn't remember the name of it being the volume. The only thing I hate about these shows is that some of the scenes have a real weird. I get a real big uh, left and right, like this. Was it dysmorphia? I don't know where the word is. Like you completely, they seem like you're just not in where you're supposed to be. So Mm -hmm. anytime, like when the sides of the screen just like really start to like feel like they're warped. I get that in these shows and the Mandalorian season one, I think it was the first, no, it was the second episode. I think one of the two right off the bat, I was like, Ooh, the volume was I never know. just getting its first use. Then that's the thing, Ross. I'm I like, think you now, might be more, you might be paying attention more. Than what we are. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I tell you what it is. I tell you exactly what it is. It's watching it in too high of quality. And so when you watch it like on a on a super big screen, like you start seeing some of those details that are like <laughs> yeah. the screen is too detailed, y'all. I'm gonna have to take it back. It's too <laughs> detailed. I got a 120 inch TV. I should I should have not opted for that. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I, it's just me. I'm I am a down to the detail person, and uh, it just gets me every once in a while watching it. And this show has done it to me in both episodes. I don't know why. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't take you out of it, but at the same time, I feel like it's. Because that they film in the volume, mm-hmm. and I, I, I know have to go the, back and look at that. So it's a completely nitpick <laughs> thing. I understand that, and it makes me look like a real big <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but it is what it is. Hey, yeah, everybody has their problems. Yeah, issues. So. <laughs> they gave me this awesome show, and all I can do is nitpick every last little <laughs> bit about it. Yeah. That's like you know. Think, well, if that's the only thing that you can nitpick about it, okay, that's fine. Oh, if I it's know. just those details, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. all right. Uh, well, we got anything else you want to say about Boba Fett? I want to say just one more Fett? thing. How funny was it, from Boba trying to teach those Tuscan Raiders how to ride the 
jump off the um, speeders. That was. <laughs> it was funny, but I thought that was an awesome moment. Like this whole episode about that, that was really cool. Like, well, because I'm they're trying to teach, teach him, and now he's teaching them. And it, I know mean, I thought it was cool, but God Almighty, they're trying to jump from one to the other. I'm like, dude, how many times are you gonna hit this? I, but the fact that they kept going back to that same that same thing was just so hilarious. I will tell you though, I thought the dynamics of the speeder bike were like the controls were a little bit different. Yeah, again, I was, I'm gonna pull a real asshole move here and say that I thought that that was really weird, but to me it was it was a little strange because he's like, "Go, stop, go, stop," and I'm like, "Makes sense." But I'm pretty like sure I saw a couple of the movies that they weren't doing that. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, it never looks like they're pulling back and forth. I, I I would have thought too would have been like a motorcycle throttle. You turn the yeah. handle. You know, it seems like it makes more sense, but maybe it was just that particular model. Very true. Which had those mm -hmm. symbols on it. Which what are those? What is that symbol? I've seen that a thousand times. I should know what that symbol is. I'm sitting here looking no, at a so, picture of him with it on his back now. Uh, the first episode had them. Um, shoot! Oh, they were vandalizing the building. So essentially, um, I can't tell you what it is, but I know that they have a history in some of the stories in Star Wars. This group, they keep putting that JL on everything. I say JL because that's what it looks like. Apparently, you know, in Arabesh, it's probably something completely different. But <laughs> everyone was making rumors like it means like Jabba lives and Jabba lives. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't think that's what it means. Mm. But that's what you were seeing like all over because that was like their little gang symbol. Um, that's right, because they were spray I believe they're miners. Or... Yeah, yeah, I remember that. They're spray painting that on the walls of that moisture farm they were raiding mm -hmm. in the first episode. Yeah, like, okay, they're tagging. Yeah, that's what it's it. That's what it'll be. What a shithead, so it seems about right. <laughs> I do hate we've only got four episodes of this left, uh, but I'm sure they're going to give me enough story where I'm hooked and I'm already in for next season. Star Wars is like Marvel, like DC. You put it out there, I'm going to watch it. And there's not much I don't like. There's a lot more so Star far. Wars to look forward to also, so that's really... There there is. And you know something that kind of segues us into talking about next week. Cause I was thinking about that every day about all the star Wars stuff that we have. And right now I'm into the book of Boba Fett and I'm, I'm reading these Bane trilogy and it's like, I'm, I'm working on build my own lightsaber, which I got the first two parts for the other day. So I'm going to work on that this weekend. Um, there you go. Whip it out. Yeah, there you go. It's, mm -hmm. it's just time that we planned an orgy on this show. <laughs> there you go. A star orgy. So For those not watching the video version, Sarah <laughs> is igniting her own lightsaber. That's right. That's right. But uh, yeah, we're going to do it next week, man. I've got some guests coming on the show, some huge Star Wars fans that are uh, talking about coming on the show. And Katie's going to make an appearance. Lisa from I Love the Movie Podcast might show up. Uh, Taylor Fields from Geekverse. Uh, Nathan might make an appearance next week. We're going to have, a, it's going to be really heavy Star Wars. Lights, lightsabers out, out, robes off, everything, y'all. I mean, <laughs> Anything and everything goes. We're going to be talking about books, movies, television shows coming up, all kinds of different stuff. And it's good because I know that I'm not into everything that's out there. I know, Ross, you were talking about you haven't gotten into the new High Republic stuff. I haven't either. I know Katie's really big on that I've stuff. Got, though, so like, I've got a few books. So I just haven't had time to read them. I actually, I had the first three books. I just haven't listened to them. Mm -hmm. I, I listened to like the future, first few chapters of the first one. It didn't catch me as much as like Thrawn and Bane did. So, did. so I was like, well, let me go back to these and I'll eventually i think revan i think that was the only one where when I, it was in my hands i was like i had to finish it yeah but fortunately that's my that was next just one, one on the list i'm gonna do revan <laughs> and the plagueis and then oh man the lost tribes of the I have Sith, not and i've read, got all kinds of stuff i don't think i've read a star wars book since 
Dude, like 2014, maybe. Well, like the I last said, time I got I into it last. I mean, like I said, I mean, I probably got stacked. Yeah, I mean, it's it's my. <laughs> My, my fear for like the new Republic stuff, actually it's not a fear. Like I, I know exactly why I haven't read any of that because I felt, <laughs> I felt so, I felt so lost when like the last few episodes came out and I'm just, I kind of reached to a point where I'm like, I think I need a break. All right. I've been a star Wars fan for a very long time. I have kept up with all sorts of stuff and I like anything from like, prequel ot era legends and all that kind of stuff it would have made like a fantastic uh like trivia person on <laughs> now i've forgotten more crap ever and like i'm not not ready to start pumping in new information i'm kind of right. i'm kind of to a point where i'm like you know what i just kind of want to watch a little bit of everything i'm gonna get my hands dirty with all the rest of the world and not just star wars and so when they came out with new republic i was like it's all books to start off with. <laughs> I don't want to do any more reading. I read so much <laughs> like no, on a daily I basis. What, as I, love it, what I love about it, what I love about it is I, I like going back and reading, you know, like I said, the legends, you know, like Darth with um, Darth Revan, that was the first one is because I want to go back and see like the beginnings, even though some of it, mm -hmm. you know, is, you know, Knights of the Old Republic or, you know, any of that kind of stuff, because I mean, you, you know what we have right now. It's, mm -hmm. That was that was the thing about Star Trek books, is because everything that I read was after Nemesis. So it's like how you continued that series. For me, for Star Wars, it's like I want to go previous. I want to go back. I want to read yep. like the history. What kind of led everything up me to too. it? You yep. know, because you're used to Sidious and you know Vader and that kind of thing. So you want to go back and like I want to, the, you know, just I want to know what happened beforehand. That's that's the crazy thing about it, you know. It's yeah. just I don't I don't know. Maybe it's the prequels just a history are such thing. a big thing. Well, I'm yeah, not. the prequels t told you all that stuff. You're like, I want to know what happened before this. Mm -hmm. and I, I didn't even think about like 150 years before, but like now I'm like, now I need to know more. And I read yeah. books that were so obscure. I read like the, I read the in between prequel books, like uh, between <laughs> like see, or, you know episode one, episode two, mm -hmm. shit that like was yeah. Obi Wan very first taking Anakin out to like very you know to what's the name of it? it's like Rogue Planet or something like that I think was like a book I read I remember reading that book the whole entire time like what the <laughs> fuck is this yeah. <laughs> because well, it was so like off the, the wall of a story like yeah. in the films I mean because when you had Rogue One you know that was you know in between you know that's mm -hmm. the first time you kind of and I don't want to call it filler because it is a you know it's another part of the story. We'll call it cartilage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like bridging. Yeah. yeah. But well, it's funny that you mentioned that that hey, you wanted to read the old stuff because I've been on a mission to uh to read every Sith book from five thousand BBY all all the way to, you know, up to present stuff. And I think I have almost every one except for the book the lost books or tribes of the Sith. Uh, and I haven't bought the Maul book yet, but I have Plagueis and Revan and I have all the Bane books and I have I need to get Lost Tribes of Sith. I have Cloak of Deception. Uh, I have the like. I, I'm trying to, to to really up my Sith knowledge. You know, well, so then that's the thing about it because it's always focused on Jedi. Mm -hmm. So now when you focus on the Sith, I mean, it's, it's that is pretty story. interesting. It is. It is. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll leave my own thoughts to it. But but the Sith are not always wrong. I'm just letting you know right now they're not always wrong. So, but yeah. Uh, 
yeah, we're definitely uh, doing a Star Wars next week. It'll be fun. Um, it's all Star Wars, man. We're, we're just anything y'all want to bring to the table, anything you want to talk about, any kind of questions you have, anything that we want to complain about or stuff coming up in the future that we're excited about. It's going to be all here next Friday on our big Star Wars. Which I have fun saying that. It's even more fun right live. Now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Like I said, lightsabers out, robes down. So. It'll be a really good time. But uh, do y'all got anything else y'all want to say this week then? I know we'll probably mention, uh, I'm sure everybody next week is going to talk about all three episodes of Book of Boba Fett. So that'll be back next week on top mm-hmm. of everything else. But it's Star Wars, so it fits in perfectly with everything else. Well, I'll let, you guys, really... I'll let you guys know when I finish those last four episodes of Witcher. So. Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely get it covered. And um, let's see, Eternal's coming up soon. We got all kinds of stuff to cover in 2022. There's plenty of content, so don't worry. We're going to be here, folks. Yeah. Every Friday if we can. So, well, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, get out of here for tonight then. Sarah, where can they find you at if they want to uh, talk to you, you about some stuff? If you want to chat me up, you can hit me on the Twitter at my Lady Kitten. I'm there. Um, that's pretty much about it for the time being. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm actually like paying attention until this, um, this season's over with. Um, we got one more Sunday to get through, and then, you know, maybe I'll kind of calm down a little bit and kind of start thinking a little more clearly, but still be pissed off. But, oh, well, it'd be fine. <laughs> so, um, other than that, yeah, that's where you can pretty much find me. <laughs> cool. Ross, if they want to find you, where is it? Right here. At the house. <laughs> right, yeah. Come check them out Friday night. You, you can see if, if you were watching live. That's right. <laughs> that's right. If you want to talk to him, you got to show up for the show. So, and you can find me at the bat daddy 52 on Twitter. Check me out at SCS podcast. One's the other handle for the show. I try to get on that one as often as I can check it. Well, I don't want to say as often as I can. I try to get on it when I remember. So maybe days between when I check the actual show account because ah, social media, I've kind of lost my desire. Yeah. You pop up every now and again. I'll see something every now and again. Don't hate us. Yeah. Adults. We have things yeah. to do. It was not just that. It's just like, you know, I got back into social media with Twitter for the show and you know, for a while it was really fun. And now it's just like, ah. Twitter's just, yeah. It's like the reason. Just say off anything that's Carolina Panther related and you'll be fine. Right now, yeah, you need to. Goodness <laughs> gracious, it's crazy. But yeah, hit us up. Check us out. We're here live every Friday. Next week, Star Wars show. Should have a bunch of guests. Uh, and then every Friday after that, folks, give us a like, give us a share, give us a review. Uh, all that good stuff you're supposed to say to people to promote the show at the end of it. So it's out there. But uh, y'all, I'm getting out of here. Until next week, keep at it. Bye, guys. Later.